How's it going, everybody? Welcome to John and Geeks episode 37. I'm AJ. With me, of course, is Dirty Dan, the fighting man. Darren? What's up? Menacing mad man, Matt? I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> and hellish, hard-hitting Heath. Oh, I like Ooh. that. I love the alliteration. <laughs> uh, I was going for alliteration slash wrestling intro type things. The amazing alliterative AJ. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. <laughs> I don't get to be included in the name thing. Uh, How's it going, go. fellas? Yeah, what's up, man? So, uh, it's been a week, guys. <laughs> yeah, heck of a week. Sucks. Technically, a little over a week. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, exactly. Today is actually Tuesday. Um, oh, not state day, I bet. Yeah, we normally record Monday. on Mondays, but today is Tuesday, and I'm due going to, to issues, which we'll get to <laughs> get to in just a sec. Uh, we weren't able to record yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the world is. Finally freezing over, so thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, today so, is February 16th. It is National Almond Day. Um, almonds are also, good. Also, I just want to point out that today is Tuesday, so it's not a national state day. So we, yep. uh, what, Wait, go, what, go back a day. Can you check back? What did we miss? Uh, yeah, you suck, Wisconsin. <laughs> suck it! All you got is <laughs> cheese Was it really anyway. Wisconsin Day? It was Wisconsin Day yesterday. <laughs> it has to be a Monday thing. <laughs> Okay, huh. there's also National Fat Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't that a Catholic thing? <laughs> it is. It is a Catholic thing. I can't believe you know that. That sounds insulting, but I, it's genuinely a Catholic thing. But real quick, I want to give a shout out to almonds for being the best alternative to milk. Coconut almond milk. Almond milk, milk? Okay, yes. You're right. Yeah, it well, is. Coconut good. milk. Nah. Coconut milk's good, but you the coconut is super there. It also gives like the water. runs. But if you the love coconuts, true. Like that is that is lube for your freaking bowels. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Wait, so AJ, since you're uh, working tomorrow, when are we going to release this episode? I'm going to aim for tomorrow. We'll see. You're going to try to maybe, do it late, maybe later what? tomorrow, but I'll try to get to it tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay. So if it comes out tomorrow, then it'll probably be in the afternoon. So all you people out there that are listening to this, like, uh, where's the podcast being? Whatever, just chill out. So either Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> so we'll just go with Wednesday, um, sure. which is the 17th, which is National Random Acts of Kindness Day. Also, hey, hey. Buddy. <laughs> National <laughs> Cabbage Day. Uh, I think cabbage is the worst thing in the world. I also hate cabbage. Cabbage I, no, is the well, worst well, part of my That's things. not what I said. I don't. I think you heard me real quickly. I think cabbage is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Over Brussels sprouts. Worse than Dude, Brussels cabbage sprouts. Cabbage to yes. me is just dirty, what? rancid lettuce. Yeah, exactly. I, Darren, <laughs> I I agree with you. Cabbage is pretty bad, but it's not worse than Brussels sprouts. Who also? Who is Brussels? Brussels, Brussels. <laughs> I don't think it's Brussels sprouts. Like possessive. I'm very confident it is. Actually, I'm looking it up. <laughs> like Brussels, like. Darren, what's up with you, like, correcting everyone on, like, this is not a word. No, no, no. I'm just asking who Brussels is. <laughs> is it? I don't th I think it's just Brussels me on sprouts, some words not Brussels lately. sprouts. And it's pretty annoying, not going to lie. It, okay, so just it is definitely right, plural? Matt. Well, I don't know. It's one of those it's things not. where people just, it's like. It's plural, uh, but it's not possessive. What was that thing we talked about way back in the day where it's like uh, the something effect where, like, we all say it's something, but it's actually not. Mandela effect? Yeah, Mandela effect. It's one of those things. Uh, let's see. Brussels. It's, there. It's, it's Brussels sprouts, but it's not possessive. It's plural yeah. Brussels. Uh, Jim Brussel actually was a, 
a You're making this crap. Yeah, oh, it's definitely it. a dare. Jim is your go-to name. Any <laughs> <laughs> other name and I would have heard you out. Uh, oh, actually, uh, Mark Brussel. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just look at the camera like, do you believe me? <laughs> go on. Uh, yeah, so it's also National Ash Wednesday, of course, which is, mm-hmm. I guess that's the Catholic thing. Is it uh, I Easter forgot, or actually, something this Sunday? Uh, no. It's don't February. all those things line up? That's in April. Yeah. April? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but also yesterday, or today, actually, sorry, is National Pancake Day, too. So poor IHOP, because nice. oh. it's their holiday, and... Dude, everyone I, is stuck in their homes, so no yeah, one. Can I always try and go. Pancakes are great. I'm always what, in a good mood eating hey, pancakes. What would, what would you rather have, pancakes or uh, French toast? Oh, pancakes. Pancakes. I would. I think I actually pick French toast. Hey, I was. Gonna, I thought you. you were gonna say pancakes <laughs> or waffles, which is more of a contest for me. Well, I I was gonna ask that next. Pancakes or waffles? Now, <sighs> I still choose waffles. I. St- Think I might I think pancakes still go pancakes, good. but it's harder. It's hard. Pancakes are very good, but like if I have the choice of French toast or waffles, I'm picking those two. I just like that the waffles have the little divots. It's just perfect little cups of syrup. It's well, great. Okay, I mean, so that's it's cool obvious for sure. that me and me and Matt are French toast and waffles over pancakes. But Matt, French toast or waffles? Oh no! Hard hitting question. French toast actually. Really? Yeah, I was so. Matt's top three breakfast foods of all time. Number one is... <laughs> well, that eliminates that draft for the future. <laughs> you're supposed to say French toast, Matt. For, oh, I thought you were going to say it for me. You didn't announce it. No, me. I was letting you... I was I, I'm being, French toast. Yes. I'm being your hype man. And I, number two, Matt. Uh, sausage. Whoa! <laughs> the dark horse pick. Wow. <laughs> no one saw that come in. Wow. All right. Anyways, so egg. Matt, my second choice is egg. It's like no, that's too vague. Like that—that's—that's that's a given. My third Matt, choice how is was your milk. Week this week, man. Uh, not fun. Uh, <laughs> you look very I, cozy right now. I'm very yes. For all you listeners, you can see me very warm. Um, <laughs> no, no, I. You're moving fast. Go on. <laughs> no, it's obviously a joke, dude. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, my power has been off and on for like this whole time since this week. When did the storm start? Like Sunday? Monday night, Monday, right? Sunday, Sunday yeah. night ago? Something Sunday like that. night, I would say. Yeah. My power has been off and on. So um, I haven't had like a. Uh, I stayed the night at my. Uh, my parents are at my grandma's house because my grandma's out of town because she has gas heat. So they're not trying, they're not really using a lot of electricity. So they're over there, and I went and stayed over there last night because I had no power here. Because you were just gonna die at home. Yeah, I <laughs> I didn't feel like uh, freezing to death. So hey, Matt. hey, just pay your bills, bro. Hey, hey, man, I <laughs> gotta talk to the landlord about that. <laughs> Dude, um, that's really rough, actually. I we've been fortunate enough to not really be affected by this at all. Like aside from like just you know general coldness, but um, yeah. we. Like we have lost power. The only thing that's happened is like our kitchen drain, uh, our kitchen sink, the drain is frozen. So like doing dishes, we can't do that right now necessarily, unless we like do them in the bathtub or something, or like like, some other sink. Well, it honestly hasn't been like a huge thing for me personally, because like like my house in general isn't super cold. Like it's relatively comfortable for me. Like that's why I'm bundled up how I am right now. But um. I mean, it's like the, uh, 
I would I would honestly say the thought of traveling is what's getting to Scary? me really because well yeah I actually got <laughs> stuck though. Oh really? <laughs> That's not yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was leaving work and I was taking coworker home because he has a old Buick car. It's older than him, and mm. uh, there's no way he could make it. And so I went and picked him up and took him to work. And then we're both leaving work, and I was taking him home. And I kid you not. So there's a a road between Target and Chase across yeah. the street, and I was turning to get onto that road to go to the intersection, and I got stuck in the middle of that road. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> it I really was stuck there too. Yeah, is the snow is just like really packed up, and it's kind of like a deep like decline. Yeah, it, like that's the only road I've had issues on right now, and yeah, like so I am trying to prevent driving on that road all I can, and it's yeah. kind of hard because that's like a main road for me. Considering well, where well, I live, frankly, they shouldn't be having. So. Yeah. So. Frankly, yeah. like no, you guys should be at home. Like it's ridiculous. I understand it's Target, but you should be at home. It's, da- it's super dangerous tomorrow? right now. I do have to maybe go to work tomorrow. I'm hoping that's not going to be the issue. Uh, yeah, well, I, also, it's, it's not as bad where you're at, too, though. It's, it's, not nearly it's as bad. bad. It's not as bad. So for, if you guys don't know, the listeners don't know, we we're all live in Texas. They live in North Texas. I live near Houston, South Texas. And uh, they're in under snow, <laughs> frozen. Uh, we are defrosting now, but it's supposed to get bad again tonight. So mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so like right we'll now see. for me, it's snowing like crazy outside. Yeah, it was snowing pretty and, bad. I think it stopped for a second, but it's it was snowing really bad for, like since 3 o'clock here, so... I've been and lucky enough to have, yeah, I've been lucky enough that we've had power all time, the whole time, mm-hmm. but we have zero water. So that sucks. everything is frozen. So we literally melted snow to boil eggs. I have a tire bathtub full of melted snow so that we can flush toilets. <laughs> and we've just been freaking pioneering it, dude, trying to do it the best we can, but it's been rough. Like dude, just the little things like washing your hands sucks. Mm. Yeah. And we have a spray bottle of water that we bought from a gallon's. Never just like uh, spraying on your hands to wash your hands and stuff. And uh, I've been peeing in the shower. Uh, just it's been bad. Oh, You've been peeing in the tub of water that you're using to. No, no, contaminated. Yeah. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> peeing in Tori's drinking water, you know, just <laughs> the normal stuff. Luckily, I mean, I'm pretty good. I mean, we have had like our uh, water pressure went down like a little bit. So I like turned on the, the kitchen sink and I'm like, huh. Seems a little softer than usual, and <laughs> rest is normal. We have power, we have water. Good for Dude, you. Speaking of uh, just freezing water like that, Keaton, I, Heath, and AJ don't know him, but y- y'all played games with him before. But uh, mm-hmm. one of my friends, he lives in the dorms at MSU. He lives on the sixth floor. He sent a photo to us that one of the pipes burst right like in front of the elevators, and it's just pouring water. Oh my god! Oh, it, was all, it was like it's only the sixth floor. I was like, uh, dude, <laughs> uh, Texas that sucks. broke because it got cold. Yeah, yeah, we're just so unprepared for it. Yeah, it, it's nuts, dude. I mean, crossbase is like the worst thing you can have during this weather. I'm tired of living through historic events, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous and i i was thinking about this earlier it's like uh i just don't understand like what do other states do like colorado for example like what do they do when it's like constantly like do they just have like thicker pipes or like what i assume so i see yeah. like when they're building crap yeah that's true yeah and when they yeah. build their crap they're like okay so when it gets super cold yeah no as opposed like, yeah, they, to they have us. infrastructure for this i'm pretty sure they have I plans was thinking earlier like i I've never ever been through a snow like 
winter storm, whatever, where it's like it snows and then it's it's cold and then it snows again and then there's still snow from the first snow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's always been like snow and then it gets above freezing and just melts everywhere Dude. and then it snows a little bit more and then it's like whatever. It's like it's I guess it's weird because like you walk outside and like everything is still the same snow that was there and just it's just there. It's just snow everywhere <laughs> and like it never stopped being <laughs> snow. Do you people up north are like you? You're psycho, man. Yeah, bro. Exactly. Like, I, lived in Mon- I lived in Montana and like that's that's it. Like you expect the snow. You learn to drive on snow and ice. Yeah, do, uh, I've never lived anywhere the, where there's snows normally. So do you like, not remember yeah, the blizzard of '09? Yes, but like it didn't stay cold for the entire time. Yeah, like I, it was. It, it snowed, snowed for like it three was, days straight, didn't it? So there's but, a thing. It, there's a point where it gets too cold for snow. Like it won't. Like snow won't come down because it's so cold. And that was like back in '09. We were in that point where it gets, it was just cold enough to just blanket Wichita at least. Right. And it was like mm-hmm. that, what, two, three days? And then it. But yeah, but it was still away. like, I'm pretty sure during the day, though, it was still like melting and then like snowing again and then melting. and then You could play again. outside. This is not play outside cold. No, no, no this no. is like negative eight. <laughs> negative eight degrees snow. Like, you know, like it's ridiculous, man. So, anyways, but Matt, did you have anything else for your week or no, anything I, you watched? I've, just, or I've staying been alive. struggling it, dude. I've, I've been, been sharpening tools. Here. Yeah. To hunt for caribou, Make, <laughs> making my bow so I can make a fire. <laughs> well, that's I what I tell my things. landlord. If you didn't get power after so long, just like light up a, a little trash can full of paper in your living room. <laughs> my my <laughs> landlord is also my roommate, so. Uh... <laughs> well, I uh, did a couple things this week. I watched. Uh, I finished the first season of Atlanta. So good I'm man, what do you think? That uh, it's really funny, man. Like, I it's. I think I understand what you guys are talking about in terms of like Dave being like, you know, wanting to be Atlanta. Although it's weird because like, I wonder how much the second season, if it goes into it more, if the third season is going to, but like, it's not really about like Donald Glover's like upcoming yet. It's more about just like his life in Atlanta at this point. Like, I guess there may be some like all this is context or whatever, but like, it seems like right now, like as opposed to Dave, where the first season was clearly like, this is, he's a rapper. This is him coming up and doing his rap as he's coming up where it's like, this is just like, some dude living in Atlanta, like being homeless and being like, in, you know, in bad shape essentially all the time. So it's kind of interesting how the different perspective is. Um, is the second season different or is that, is it pretty much the same or? Uh, go ahead, Heath. It is different. A very different feel. I would say like the comedy lessons and it's more experimental. Hmm. It's a lot more about um, like feelings and expressions. And some of the episodes are kind of like, uh, have like a, a very clear message behind them. Um, it's just like more introspective is the best way to describe it. And definitely some weird episodes in there. And then comedy takes a little bit of a back, like a backseat, a tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It, the comedy is definitely less in the second season, but it, it's still the moments and it's still really funny when it's funny, but Donald Glover and his brother who like create and do the show, I feel like they wanted, they were just bored they wanted to be creative. So the second season is significantly more creative, which hmm. means that there's more di- tonal episodes where some may be scary some are uh, just kind of like daunting and are just sitting there like whoa or some like i said like just each episode is they're not really committed as much to the comedy as the first season but it's still good yeah it's still thing. fantastic don't get that wrong at yeah, all it's but, still uh, a great show like what you were saying about comparing it today uh, to dave i think dave is a little bit more streamlined i guess in plot when it comes to dave wants to be a successful rapper Atlanta is not really tied to that much like that thick of a plot 
it's a little bit about Paperboy trying to become a famous rapper and mm-hmm. uh, John, Donald Glover's character trying to be his manager, but that's kind of loose. Is uh, it ever explained why they referred to him as Ern rather than like... Ernest, I believe is his name. His real name is Ernest? Yeah. I think so. I think uh, so. Like in real life, it's not Donald Glover? No, 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 no. No, it's, in the it's show. Just, it's, not, it's not an autobiography. It's not all. It's just like a complete show with fictional yeah, this characters. Is, Okay, so has I thought I thought it was supposed to be the same thing as Dave, where it's like no, oh, no, no. That's really funny, but you're like, man, when does he start doing like stand up <laughs> and stuff like comedy? No, right. this is a made up fictional show. Okay, that's the now I understand. I thought it was supposed to be because you guys are saying like it was supposed to be like what what Land, what Dave was or whatever, and so I was comparing those two like 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 parallels, and I was like, when is it ever going to start being Donald Glover? Like, yeah, more in the type of show, not literally. It's like they replaced Donald Glover with Dave. It's you can feel the similarities between those two. It's shows definitely for similar, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's like Pier Boy coming up, struggling to rise in the rap game, uh, but also everything else, the personal life going on. And the biggest thing that I noticed was like you guys were like, oh man, it's actually tackling some deep issues in Dave, and Atlanta very much tackles those. I would say much better and much deeper. I'd say significantly more just because it shows you what being just poor is like. Yeah. What capital, what, how you live differently than other people because you're that poor. So you can only look out for certain things. Like it's, uh, it, it's eye opening in a lot of ways. For sure. Uh, yeah, we, me and Randy also season. watched the, uh, have you guys watched the uh, documentary about uh, Britney Spears? The framing. I have Spears? not yet. I've heard about a lot about it. Didn't even know there was one. It's like a the New York Times. The New York Times is doing like it has like a series on Hulu called the the New York Times Presents, and like there's just like thirty minutes to an hour long episodes about something. It's just something that happened in in recent history, whatever. There's like one about like the killing of Breonna Taylor, and one about like the kid who hacked like multiple like Elon Musk and Bill Gates Twitter, and like how it happened and stuff. Uh, And then of course this one about Britney Spears. Uh, it was really good. Uh, it's really like interesting because Britney Spears, obviously like uh, when we were all growing up, like you know, she was the pop star. Like, I mean, she was the biggest, like ev- yeah. everywhere. She was like, yeah. I mean, she was one of the few like female pop stars when you're growing up. Where it's like, where it's okay. Well, you can like Britney Spears and like not be like called gay because you like, you like Britney Spears or whatever, you know, <laughs> put it on the but, list. <laughs> you know like i mean there was like if you like shania twain it's like oh he's gay or something like, you know what i mean but it's like britney spears is like it's like what are you listening to toxic it's like yeah that song's a freaking bop bro <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> but like so it's interesting like because she was on top for a long time like and then she kind of fell apart everyone thought she went crazy and then she kind of came back and now she's not really coming back anymore. And it kind of talks about all that stuff. Like, do you guys know at all what this, the concept of the, of the documentary is? Like why it exists or? I assume it's because of the whole court stuff going on with her father. Right. Well, I, I, I didn't know anything about that to begin with. So okay. if you know more than me going into it. Um, do you know, do you know about that stuff AJ at all or Matt? Uh, very, mm-hmm. very little. Uh, I know it was a lot about her, like whole, her whole mental state. Uh, so it's really about like her dad and her dad whenever she was going through some like what was perceived as mental problems um is her conservator she has they have a conservatorship so basically like for legal terms like he controls all of her financial and personal decisions and that's like usually reserved people that are mentally incapacitated uh and so that was something that they agreed on a long time ago and so but he still has that so essentially long and short of it is is like 
whether or not that she deserves to be under that control when she was like performing shows like two or three years ago and like touring the world like for an entire year and it's like but her dad has to control all of her financial and personal decisions so it's like it's like kind of like brings up the context of like how it got there like their relationship like even like her coming up as a star it's really good it's like an hour and 15 minutes long uh it's definitely worth a watch um so that's something else i did this week though but aj uh what else did you do this week or what what did you do other than be cold yeah <laughs> uh so i watched two movies that I've been meaning to watch for a while. The first one was Possessor. Oh, which, that's my list of things to watch. It's good. Uh, it's s- significant. It's style over substance. I'll say uh, the concept of it is super cool and they don't explore it enough. In my opinion, visually it's incredible. Uh, performance wise. It's good. Uh, like I said, it's 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 style over substance. It's directed, written and directed by a guy named Brandon Carpenter, who his daddy, which I meant to look up, is John Carpenter, who is a legend in in horror. He did uh, Halloween. He did The Fog, Escape from New York. He did uh, a ton of the thing. He did a ton of major horror back in like the 70s and 80s. So this is his son who is significant. He's a more artsy type director. So the movie is... It's on Hulu for free if you get the chance. Uh, I'd say Heath, it's worth checking out. Darren, Matt, I don't think you'll like it at all. Okay. It's just, even for me, uh, out of 10, I think, because I, I, I started rating things on IMDb, I think I gave it a six mm, because okay. it's visually, it's amazing. There's some cool visual metaphors and, and stuff. It's just, by the time the movie was done, I was like, man, that was boring. <laughs> like, it's, it's just not, it's not worth, I think, unless you're just, you're into that kind of thing. You're just, it's not worth sitting through because at the end of the, by the end of the movie, the story didn't do enough with what it could have done, which is my biggest grief with it. If it was a less interesting plot or like less interesting concept, I would have been less mad. Uh, I don't want to spoil. I can't even really tell you too much about it because I don't want to spoil, but it's a sci-fi horror, I guess, really hard thriller that kind of dips its toe into horror. Uh, so I watched that, and then I watched another movie called Antebellum, which is, uh, oh God, who is the lead in this movie? If you haven't seen the trailers for it, it's really hard to pitch this movie, which is actually why I kind of want to go back and watch the trailers. Uh, the lead is uh, Janelle Monet. She's a, a singer. And it's the first time like major film from writer-directors Jared Bush and Christopher Rentz. They do mostly music video stuff and like little short films. Another film that is extremely style over substance. I don't want to spoil. This is also free on Hulu. I don't want to spoil it by even talking too much about it. It is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant idea that is unfortunately a missed opportunity because the limitations by the director. I don't think the director had a creator. The create the directors had a creative enough vision for it because a lot of people will compare this movie to uh I can't, I can't I can't talk too much about spoiling it uh without like a M Night Shyamalan type movie where yeah. there's like a like a like a twist that can happen in it and then they're like but what if this twist ha- instead of the end of the movie what if it happened like halfway through and you're like okay and as I'm watching the movie I think I'm getting ahead of it and I'm like oh man this is be an incredible twist and it ends up not being that. And I feel like I came up with a better idea than them, <laughs> <laughs> which, which just made it disappointing to me. 
Yeah. Uh, it's a hot button political type movie. It's, you know, if you, at the very, very least, it's about slavery uh, when it comes to like how to even watch the movie or pitch the movie, watch a trailer. Uh, again, I think I gave that one a, 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 a five or six because the, the, the idea of it was actually pretty cool, but it fell flat and didn't deliver on what I was expecting. So did that. And then I f- uh, hit credits on Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Oh, Dude, nice. Very, very you good what? game. Oh, I hit credits game. on it. Uh, I think mechanically, unfortunately, I don't know how to really describe this. Heath, you might know what I'm talking about. The mechanics of this game trivialize the game because Miles Morales is so powerful in this game. Boss fights mean nothing. Like they're too Where easy. you're literally, yeah, you're literally fighting Rhino and you are beating him toe to toe. Okay. Like yeah, you're used I would, to, I would agree with that. Like you're used to the normal. Anytime you fight a big brute, you have to trick him into running into something, and then you do something to like outsmart him. You just keep fighting and then charge you up. You beat and him up. Him. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like Kratos. <laughs> yeah, you just beat the crap out of him. Like the mechanics of the powers they give Miles Morales make him frankly OP, and the game doesn't give you enough of a challenge. And I'm playing on normal, and I had no fear playing that game. Play- going through bosses, final bosses. Do. You- uh, Go on, Matt. I was gonna say, do you think they're like the next Spider-Man game? Because I, I finished like I I blazed through Miles Morales when I was playing your PS5, and so mm-hmm. I finished it too. Um, but do you think like the next Spider-Man game they make, they're gonna like switch perspective between Peter and uh, Miles Morales, or do you think it's gonna be just Peter or just Miles? I really or... don't know. Because Miles, like I, I agree with you, Miles, his powers are like. He could definitely be the the Spider Man because he's like like it's just a funner game because he has better powers, you know. I just but, I think that's a problem though. I think it makes it almost uninteresting because you're just so powerful that there's no threat. Every boss you fight, you can go toe to toe and shove your fist through their face, and then <laughs> or you can and then you can just uh uh whatever like dodge away from whatever problems they have. Like there's no. For like the big boss fights, you would think they'd have completely unavoidable or uncounterable attacks, but they don't. <clears throat> and uh, I hated the villain in this game. I thought the villain is super uninteresting. I didn't give a crap about the villain. I won't spoil because I assume you guys are going to play it eventually. But it it's one of those things where it's I'm so you're supposed to feel sympathy for the villain, and I feel nothing for the villain. Where I'm like, oh no, this villain's the bad guy. And they're like, yeah, but you should feel bad for them. Like, no, no. Mm. Look what the bad guy's doing. I don't give a crap. Die. I don't give a crap. <laughs> That's my problem. I think mechanically this game has a lot of cool stuff going on, but I think it's it's hunkered down by how powerful they make Miles and the story. For me, I know a lot of people love it. To me, the story just lays flat because it has a terrible, terrible villain that I don't give a crap about. But side missions are great and fun. And they they encourage a lot of new game plus, and they tease you for what's going to happen and possibly in the next Spider-Man game when it ever comes out. So that's my week. Uh, Heath, did you have anything else going on during your week, buddy? Besides cold, uh, yeah, other than cold and melting snow to poop, um, <laughs> I've had a lot of time off because of COVID and the snow. Congrats. So I've actually watched a, quite a few movies and shows. COVID um, in the snow, new band name I call it. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to go too deep into them because it'll be, take a long time, but I watched uh, Psycho Gorman. I wanted to watch that. It looks super dumb. It's super dumb, but super fun. Uh, I want to watch it. It's a great movie. I would definitely watch it. I laughed a lot. Um, has some really, really awkward, weird parts in it, but 
overall, it's really great. Just a fun movie to watch. Um, I watched Outside the Wire, which is a Netflix movie with Anthony Mackie, Falcon. I don't think I saw that one. Or uh, it's like a weird one. AI rob robot army people. Mm. It's like Terminator type stuff. Eh, it was okay. It's very mediocre. Um, I watched a show called Jean Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, I wanted to watch that super bad. It looks awesome. Watch that. If you know who Jean Claude Van Damme is, watch that. That's a lot of fun. Okay, uh, definitely will. watch that. Um, I watched Save Yourself on Netflix. I think it's like a oh, weird show where two a, a couple goes to disconnect from the internet and they go to a cabin in the woods and during that time aliens invade. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's a fun little concept, um, but overall kind of mediocre movie. Uh, and I watched the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh God! And I'm torn about that movie. Uh, one part of me thinks it was a god awful worst movie that Kevin Smith's ever done, and another part of me thinks it's like his swan song, like it was a perfect movie to end on. So I don't know. It's it's very I'm very torn. Like it's it either sense. it doesn't. A little makes no sense. If you know okay. Kevin Smith, you know it makes sense. Yeah. So Ke- this movie takes all of his movies and puts it into one movie. It's like, oh, you thought this was dumb in this movie? Oh, here it is. It talks about dogma. It talks about clerks. Talks about so every they, mall rats. They talk. They bring up every single movie he's ever done in this movie, and they kind of mm. make fun of his previous movies as reboots, saying they're all crappier versions of what it was originally. And like, mm-hmm. it's like a weird like meta movie, and it's very interesting. Um, but the comedy, a lot of it didn't hit. Some of it made me laugh really hard. Um, it's hard to explain. It really is like the movie overall could have been a lot better. But at the same time, it was like a swan song to all those previous movies and brought everything together really nicely in a nice little package. Okay. I might have I to want, watch it eventually. I, want, I like, yeah, I'm putting on Kevin that. Smith up on a pedestal uh, as the most generic white guy name, and I want someone to try to take it down. I can't. I don't know. That's is there is there is there a name that's more generic white? Like <laughs> speaking of Kevin Smith, if you ever want to, hello, if I, I'm not. No, no, no. no the answer is no, Darren. The answer is no. There's no. There's no whiter name than Kevin Maybe Smith. Maybe Jim Smith. Jim Smith. No, not not good enough. Not good Kevin enough. Smith can be a president. He could be a drug dealer. He could. Be, Kevin Smith is a completely nothing name where there is well, no. AJ, the reason like, I say it, it is because you said, hey, if you know Kevin Smith, then yeah, whatever. It's like everyone knows a Kevin Smith. <laughs> you know a Kevin Smith in your life. <laughs> everyone knows a Kevin Smith. That That's also a great poll question if we ever get a poll. Do you know a guy named Kevin Smith? I guarantee you 100%. <laughs> I want you to do yourself a favor. If you ever want to laugh or if you're ever feeling down or depressed, go on Google. Darren, I want you to do this right now. Go on Google. Okay, here I go. I want you to search Kevin Smith jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Jorts. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that is those are some shorts right there. That is an actual bit in the movie too. Uh, oh my god. His jean shorts are so big. <laughs> that will never not put me in an absolutely ticklish mood. Yeah, there's definitely a bit about that in the movie. So I really, I love Kevin Smith as a person. I find him interesting. I find him, he has a thousand podcasts and stuff, thousands of hours of podcasts. I I don't think he's a good director, unfortunately, as much as I want to, I watch all of his crap. I haven't seen Red State, which I want to, but I've seen Tusk. I've seen Chasing Amy. I've seen Clerks, Clerks 2, Dogma, all that crap, dude. I can't, I've seen all his movies except for Red State. Man, 
his I I never walk away from his movies going that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. I I really like Dogma. I like Mallrats. Uh, I do like Clerks One. Clerks One is great. It's Red also State. His, like, I did like movie. that. Red State's pretty good. I, I haven't seen it, Tusk but, yet. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> that, that's the one that I kind of was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, something that kind of encompasses all of our weeks was it was Valentine's Day on Thursday, or I'm sorry, last uh, Sunday. And I just, I'm curious, did you guys do anything? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> did we do anything? <laughs> Anyone? I'll, I'll skip Matt because I'm a nice person. <laughs> Darren, just, just Darren in the background. <laughs> Matt in his right hand got some action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lefty in there too, Matt, or no? A little huh? lefty love or no? <laughs> the stranger? <laughs> I love the show with PG. So alone. <laughs> <laughs> we're growing up. The audience is growing up with us. Uh, Amber and I weren't able to do crap. We're, we initially were like, oh, let's like order dinner and we'll watch a movie because we have the kid and no one will watch him. So it's that's as fun as our evenings are going to get. Is <laughs> like, Let's yeah. watch movie and dinner. Uh, and we couldn't even do that because we didn't want to accidentally kill some innocent driver by ordering food <laughs> from some place. So we Amber made uh, th- was that the day she did it? Amber made chicken noodle soup at home, like, cu- like homemade chicken noodle soup. And we watched some movies. That was it. Uh, oh, baby. Yeah, we had no water or nothing. Uh, so I was like, hey, have Ellen say. She's like, yeah, you too. And that's as far as it went. <laughs> he poured water in Tori's toilet bowl to flush the. Roof. I did. I did do that. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, Darren, go ahead. Romance. Uh, we had sex. My dude, <laughs> trying for that baby number two. That's it, <laughs> dude. So <laughs> I understand that we are supposed to be a. We're supposed to be a a, a fairly. PG? censored podcast like i wouldn't say it. we're we're a good pg-13 but i've been watching that show big mouth and i heard the grossest term oh no that is such a reoccurring term in the show where <laughs> this character has sex and uh he, he's a moron that's his bit he's a very lovable idiot and that's his whole thing and he's like yeah so i went over to a house and i made thick in the warm <laughs> <laughs> What the heck? And I watching it, I'm holding Eli because he he's too young to know what's going on. And out loud, I go, "Oh my god, <laughs> that might be the worst term I've ever heard." Oh man, uh, we're going so, off the rails now. So yeah, we're off the rails. rails. Let's, let's try to back to the Kevin Smith conversation. Back to the Kevin Smith conversation. Crap. Yeah, uh, yeah AJ, Kevin uh, I need is this, uh, Matt. You got anything to take, take Kevin Smith down off the pedestal? Nope. Heath. No, he's, I feel like maybe John Wayne, but that's owned by John Wayne. Like I don't know if there's any other. Yeah, I mean Kevin John Smith, Smith. John Smith is not bad. John Smith is yeah, but Kevin Smith can be like plain, ta- like unflavored bread. <laughs> it could be anything. Kevin <laughs> unflavored <Smith>. bread. <laughs> yeah. What, what what is unflavored bread? What do you? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Like I, in my stupid head, wheat is a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. So, we didn't have any homework last week, did we? Well, no, I will say we, though. Oh, sorry. What's up? No, no. Um, go on. My father's name, not white, but Hispanic. My father's name is Juan Manuel Gonzalez, and that's yeah. most generic Hispanic name I've ever heard. Of yeah, we got an yeah. APB for Juan Miguel Gonzalez. <laughs> okay, well, that's all of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we didn't have homework, did we? I don't think. No, no homework because we were, uh, I think, just so tired last episode. <laughs> we didn't uh, we didn't bother with homework or anything. But uh, I will say again, same as last time, same as the show's going on. Uh, Post show, WandaVision episode five talk. If you want to check that out, oh, stay yeah. tuned. Yeah, we will sure. not talk about it until the end of the show. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we can start dipping into some news. Uh, did you guys ever have that movie growing up that is for some reason it's dumb, but you accidentally watched it a bunch? Absolutely. Yes. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> what? Sure. I'm not I've seen Kung Fu Panda no, an unreasonable number of times. No judgment on what this movie is because uh, my movie like that is Face Off. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas I've Cage. I've never seen Face Off. I don't. John know Travolta. Face off, Darren. He takes his face <laughs> off. Face off. It's so John dumb, Travolta. dude. Yeah, it, it's not important, but it's uh, Nicholas Cage is a criminal. John Travolta is a cop. They want to cri- like infiltrate crime, and so they <laughs> switch their faces. Yeah, they literally and switch faces. I remember I was like five years old, going, "Yeah, but what about their bodies mm. <laughs> and like their blood type, <laughs> their neck? What about all this stuff?" So. Uh, that movie is getting a remake. The remake nobody asked for by yeah. the director of the new God- Godzilla versus Kong. Oh no. Is it? Yes, really? that is happening. And I am flabbergasted and torn. I don't know what's going on. A part of me has always said like, stop remaking good movies, remake the bad ones. Maybe this is me finally getting what I want <laughs> where I can go to like one day I can, I can die on my deathbed going, there was a good face off. <laughs> and you've seen that a lot or what? I don't dude. Yeah. So many times by acts. I don't know why it was on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt loves Nicolas Cage. I don't know. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I have seen, <laughs> I've seen face off at least half a dozen times and I only wanted to watch it once, which is like the first time. Where are we at with Nicolas Cage? He has a movie coming out that I'm hyped for. So I don't know if this is like a testament to me liking him or what called. Uh, oh, God, what's it called? Like, it's that Five Nights at Freddy's looking movie. Do we like Nicolas Cage now or no? I, I think we always I liked him as a person, but as an actor, he's super mediocre. That's what I'm saying. He's a it's crazy like, person, by you, the way. For a little while, he's insane. For a little while, he was like you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio, he was like in everything. And like, he was like on top. I felt like, and he was like getting Oscar nominations and stuff. I don't think and he's ever then, good though. And he's, he's like, there's no way. Like Darren, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you there. And I'm going to let this conversation happen after you watch more of community. <laughs> okay. Because that's a bit that happens <laughs> okay. where there's a, there's a Abed attends a class where the professor comes and goes, is Nicholas cage good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> and like that's in the episode spirals from there where Abed slowly loses his mind trying to answer that very question. Is it the so. psychology or the with the biology professor, the black guy? No, it's I don't a think diff- so. It's a different person. Because but it's got, where- that guy is really weird. That guy, he's hilarious though. Anyways, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah. So Nicholas Cage, but uh, yeah, Willie's Wonderland is that movie I want to check out. By the way, it looks like okay. a very legally distinct uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, but. Okay, Darren, uh, I just I, I can't wait anymore. I need to know <laughs> what okay, this bit so, is. Okay, so there's this really this this cool 
thing that happened at a high school basketball game. All right, cool, really funny, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. Uh, I've got a clip pulled up in our Discord. Uh, we'll replay it on the podcast for you so you guys can hear it. Basically, what happened is there was a high school basketball game. There's the announcers were just having some national banter among themselves, whatever. So just kind of paint the picture. You're just just so you know, you're sitting at a basketball or you're sitting at your house, whatever. You're watching this live broadcast of your son playing basketball, whatever. And then you hear this. So, yes, we definitely wanted to bring that up. So that said, you know, Craig. Well, and then there's one more. The, gone. There's yes, one more yes. gone, but not forgotten. And that's uh, our sweet days or our sweet Lucy. Uh at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh, like that? Was she run over like that? As they re hammered it down, there's a timeout on the floor as Lakers spurt out to a 4 0. <laughs> what just happened? I'm so confused. Oh, my God. I hope he's talking about like a dog. One more time. One more time. Craig. Well, and then oh there's one more, the, gone. There's yes, one more yes. gone, but not forgotten. And that's uh, our sweet days, or our sweet Lucy. Uh, at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh. <laughs> like that? Was she run over like that? Like as that Tyree slam? hammers it down, there's a timeout on the floor oh as Lakers spurt out to a 4-0, <laughs> two turnover, two dunk. <laughs> so, uh, Bro, so many yeah, questions. What's your thoughts there, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we talk, you know, for, we have a show, we talk. And sometimes what we're saying can get away from us. <laughs> we'll, we'll make jokes that we later regret. There's there's been more than a few times that I've had to edit a few things out because we didn't want the we didn't want the audience to hear. Um, I have to give them some baseline of sympathy. <laughs> because a part of me wants everyone wants to blame the guy. It's like like that. Did she get ran over like that? But. A part of me wants to get mad at the guy for bringing up what a horrible story that is during a late, during a little basketball game. Okay, so two things, just for the sake of context, I listened to like five minutes prior to that clip, and they were talking about like old like gone but not forgotten's in the world of basketball, and also just athletes and stuff. So like <clears throat> old people that like yeah, he was really good in this time, whatever. And so I guess this guy was just trying to make a joke to talk about like this 12 year old girl or no 12 year old person named Lucy. Anyways, later on in the clip also, he reveals that it's his dog. I guess he had a dog that was named Lucy. They got ran over. That's, so it wasn't mm. a little girl, which makes it because when I first heard that, I was like, Oh my God, he's talking about that's this dark. little girl that got ran over. <laughs> like what is going yeah, on? That's bad. Anyways, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I listened to that and just <laughs> multiple times and couldn't stop laughing <laughs> because it's so good. How did you it's stumble just, upon that? Uh, it was on a podcast I listened to. They I were talking was, about I it. I could have guessed that, man. You of should course. let me guess that, AJ. The Len Levitard Show. The yeah. Stugats. The Stugats. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, but it was, it's perfect, man. It's just like... That Literally that blows in the middle, mind. he's like... That's amazing. You run over like that? Like that? It's like, dude, what the... <laughs> yeah, that's gotta, like a banter that got really dark really fast. Yeah. <laughs> you I like to imagine the guy... Sports. It was like out-of-body experience where he was just... He was so hyped by the dunk. And... <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Heath, tell me about this uh, this YouTube commercial. Okay, so I've had a weird experience. I've been off, so I've been watching a lot of YouTube. And I realize now that there are so many freaking awful and weird YouTube commercials. And I'm a little bit scared <laughs> I'm going to reveal something about myself. 
Like maybe it's ta- <laughs> like the like the commercials are tailored to me. <laughs> but having- they definitely are, by the way. I'm very on. scared of that, so I'm just gonna reveal something about myself. But have you guys seen? I've seen several commercials for games where it's like the stupid song with some big old anime anime tiggle bitties <laughs> bouncing around, and nice. it's like every single time I watch a video, this freaking commercial comes on. It's for like AF, AFK Arena, I think. Yeah, and it's a stupid I've- song. Of a girl bouncing back and forth, big old anime hootin' annies. Never seen and, it. Nice. Oh my gosh! And there's also one um, where like people are choking. It's like so and so often a day people choke to death, and it shows a child, like a baby, like an infant choking, <laughs> and an officer like patting his back. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to see this. It's traumatizing. It's awful. I, I run into that. I'm sorry. Go on. Then there's one more. It's for interactive toys, where it's literally <laughs> like a picture of like a vibrator, like on a desk uh-huh. and then it shows like a girl like walking down like a, in an airport and it sees a guy like turn it on while she's walking and she like kind of freaks <laughs> out for a sec i'm like what the crap are these commercials this is not youtube this is like this is like all very adult stuff and i'm very scared it's me and not you guys a part of it may be so you please, but I, no, please I, tell de- me the, the ads are definitely somewhat tailored to you I mean, it's, it's also it's ad, the, it's it's the videos you're watching it's yeah, the videos that, you watch like people buy ad, like if you watch video game videos you're gonna get a ton of raid shadow legend crap on your thing have you guys seen that i hate it it's a it's another commercial what you're talking about heath of this game and they for some reason it's oddly sexual where it's a it's a sniper game and there's this chick laying down it's a cartoon Fortnite looking chick like laying down like prone sniping and like as she shoots the gun like a ripple runs down her body and she has like a very animated butt yeah yeah very generous (laughs) jiggle butt i'm like what is this what was this for bro like I keeps happening to me. I watched those freaking commercials so many times in the past few days, and it's bothering me. Like, I don't understand what's going on with YouTube. Like, why are they okay in these commercials? All of my commercials are for uh, serving your church locally. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. I have no idea why. I, it's weird. Like, I mean, well, all my commercials so like, were about. Are you tired of your giant dong? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, dude. Like, I mean, but no. the videos aren't like I'm not watching sexual videos on YouTube. It's like it's like I'll be watching top ten movies. And the freaking commercial comes okay. off AFK Arena. <laughs> I swear. I promise. Very, I'm not lying about nice this. try, dude. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. It'd be like the so best MLB porn. catch of 2019. And then this freaking big old anime tickle you're, oh, you, uh, Heath, you're telling me that you've been watching yes. the top 10 MLB catches. Yes. You yes. don't even know what MLB stands for. I don't, but <laughs> I, I do because that's how, you know, you know how the YouTube rabbit hole goes. Like you watch one video, mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're oh. watching... I've been and down a few rebels in my life for sure. A part of me wants to throw a BG this way, but I don't know. I'm still sitting on it. But I hate with a passion, and I want. I it makes me spite hate whatever the product Cabbage? is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys noticed? Like these stupid people are buying YouTube ad time, and they're putting entire music videos. Uh-huh. Have you seen this crap? Mm-hmm. I have. Like four okay, minute yes, ads. Yes. Yes. Of some garbage song. I don't understand what's going on. And for some, I don't know why, but it, they're always using the set uh, from Drake's Hotline Bling video. <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific. And if you know what I'm talking about, you're losing your mind too. And I don't know why it's happening. Back to back videos. There's like four minutes of these garbage hip hop pop music. I'm not throwing a BG at it, but screw it. I, oh, it's YouTube ads, it, if they're really pushing to get you to pay for that premium, then that is tech, it, technically it's effective. It just makes me yeah. hate the product. 
I'm just really experience. considering getting really YouTube Premium, dude. I've been really considering it. I mean, I, as dude, often as we use YouTube, it's almost worth the money just Ke- to get rid of the ads. Keaton and Tyler have it, and it's fantastic. I just watch so much YouTube videos, like all the time. You could download, and you can listen to music with like on your YouTube phone, like app on your phone, and turn off your phone. It's great. Still listen to it. <laughs> uh, so Heath, something I know you and I definitely wanted to talk about was Dave Chappelle getting his groove back. Yeah. Did you guys see that, Darren and Matt? Mm-hmm. What, did he get out of the contract? More or less, yeah. Really? I did not know that, actually. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Is, what, was is the, the, what happened? Like, What was the details there? There's not a lot of details out there, actually, officially, as far as I can tell. Um, he's just saying, essentially, that Netflix pulled the show. Um, Comedy Central contacted him and pretty much gave him his show back in his name and paid him like a crap ton of money and... Then he said he got back with Netflix. Netflix also comped him in some way and put it back up on Netflix. Yeah. So the whole contract that he signed, he pretty much skated and uh, got a crap ton of money. And he said, like, after all these years, I can finally say uh, it's pleasure been it's been a pleasure doing business with you, Comedy Central. And that's how he closed out that bit. He's yeah, probably gonna make he, a lot of jokes about uh, how the <clears throat> the contract was screwing him now. Probably, probably not he anymore. He got paid. It's yeah, probably more like, the book is probably closed now. The past two have been kind of about that, about him getting screwed. Um, so I think now he's going to be just just leave it as as it is. But yeah, it's interesting for sure. Absolutely. Uh, he so asked everyone think- to stop watching the show to boycott it, and he said, "Thanks to you guys, I got my name back. You know, the, the rights to it." And, so, do you guys uh, think that uh, there will be a new Chappelle show? Like, you'll start doing actual episodes of the show again, or no? It's very possible because in one of his last specials, he he hinted that he wanted to do something with it. Right, it was incapable of doing that because of the whole situation. Not having his name, right? Maybe. Um, so it's possible he could do something at least because yeah. he also had like Don L. Rawlings come out and do his whole little "I'm rich," you know. That yeah. <laughs> what network do you think he's gonna do it on? Probably, Probably Netflix. Netflix. Right? He seems to be working really or, tight with Netflix. Yeah, I mean, Netflix yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't know. Has his back big time. Especially if this whole thing with Netflix taking it upon themselves to pull the show for him. I bet you he has her back now. Pretty all of his specials, hard. like formal specials, have been on Netflix. So, hmm. like the the actual like released polished specials. So that happened. That's good for Dave Chappelle. But you know what's bad? Gina Carino's entire situation. Oh gosh, who's that? <laughs> Uh, you didn't watch Mandalorian. Uh, go on, Matt. No. What'd you say? Well, I I forgot who that was, but I I know who you're talking about now. Never mind. Ignore me. She's uh she was the chick from Mandalorian. I forgot her name in the show. Uh, she was also the chick in the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. She fought Colossus. I, she she really did like MMA back in the day, and then she started acting, and she kind of had like bit parts, and she actually had a pretty decent role in Mandalorian. And I won't get into the politics of it, but she on social media, I think it was Twitter posted a bunch of stuff comparing what's going on with the whole Corona thing to like uh, the Holocaust and whether or not you agree or disagree with what she said, uh, star Wars, Disney and all them dropped her. She's no longer a part of Lucas films, Lucas arts, all that crap. She's out, which is, I mean, it kind of sucks because like, she's a pretty big and good character in Mandalorian, but I wouldn't say she's important though. She's not really important, but she they were kind of like hinting at her being a bigger thing. She was supposed to be in the Rangers show. That's why they gave her the badge. They made her a cop out of completely nowhere. They made her a a space cop Mm -hmm. in season two Mandalorian because she was supposed to be in that new show. And so people are talking about maybe recasting her or what. 
I wouldn't doubt if they recasted her. I mean, the Disney's literally recasting people all the time now. So, <laughs> so speaking yeah. of casting stuff, Pietro. too. Yeah. Did you no. guys? Uh, <laughs> obviously, you guys Oof, saw you the ruined it. the bit. Wait, did I ruin the bit? No, no AJ did. AJ he made did. The cut uh, it's over. It's over a week. Ah, uh, cut it. <laughs> I'd say cut um, it too. Actually, did you guys see? Of course, we all saw the they who they casted for the new Last of Us uh, series, right? Yeah, course, I did like, actually. The speaking of Mandalorian, yeah, that's like the, both of the Mandalorian. I mean, I've never seen Mandalorian, but I guess they're both like big actors from that show, right? Uh, just from just just Joel. Uh, he Pedro Pascal is Pedro Pascal. He's oh, the lead. but they're both He's... from Game of Thrones, right? Yes, that's correct. So, yes, okay, Pedro okay. Pascal was in Game of Thrones as well, but he really is known for Mandalorian now. And okay. then the chick playing Ellie is from Game of Thrones as well. Which, you know what? Awesome, cool. No complaints. I'm fine with it. I want to hey, know what's going to do story wise. Yeah, I'm curious about that too, because now we know it's about about Ellie and and Joel. Is it just like, like the time between the first and second game? I guess I, I don't. I, I, yeah, it's gonna be so weird. Yeah, that could be cool, but the most people who are gonna watch the show aren't gonna know about the game. I mean, the game is insanely popular, especially you know among gamers, but they have to well, have it accessible to a general audience. Yeah, sure. but that's what I'm saying. Like you. We literally the first game was about them meeting together and they go to uh, the Fireflies. And then the second game picks up with Ellie being much older. And obviously she's not going to be old or older. Yeah, but are they going to just skip the whole part where... They can't do that. Spoiler alert for people who haven't played the game that came out in 2013. Uh, are they just going to skip the part where Joel screws the world? Mm-hmm. They yeah, can't do that's, that because if... Like new people coming on board just couldn't, they wouldn't. Yeah, grasp that's that. a huge that, deal. That, that's what I'm saying. So like I, we know the story already. So like what, where, what is the story gonna happen? We know like, the story. But most but people aren't gonna all, know that. Everyone that watches Netflix, that's gonna be so, 90% of them don't. Yes, but that's gonna be so like underwhelming for all of us that know the gonna, story. They're literally gonna pull a Walking Dead, where they're gonna take a thing that already exists, story is already out there, maybe change parts of it, but try to make it more accessible to a wider audience. I think they're, they're just, they're yeah, do. they're, I think they're going to retell the story in a different way. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they have to, like, that's Joel, like, saving Ellie is, like, the biggest moment in that entire franchise. So, like, they have to include that somewhere in the show. Like, whether it's finale, like, the climax yeah. of the first season or, like, who knows, but it's going to be in there somewhere. But, yeah. like, yeah, but hey, is, I don't it know. It's possibly it, kind of rush that part. And then the season two is more of the in between one and two, possibly. Sure, but we'll knows. see. But I'm worried um, a little bit about it. But mm. so Pedro Pascal, he's the one from Mandalorian. Like, do you guys think that he is a good casting for Joel? Like, he, I don't know anything about him. He is slowly I becoming. Do. Yeah, he is slowly becoming one of my favorite actors. He's very good. Mm. I enjoy. He's watching a good him. actor. I think he can pull it off. I like that they're mixing it up because I remember when they first announced this show, God, ten years ago. <laughs> not me, not ten years ago. Like maybe seven or eight years ago. Uh, I really wanted Hugh Jackman to be Joel. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the better call of it. He's a, a, he's a hot actor right now. He's popping up everywhere. And I think he can pull off. We've seen him pull off like kind of grizzled with playing the lead Mandalorian, kind of like with internal grizzled uh, character. So I think he can be, it's uh, Joel is, has just enough character in him to, uh, to pull the best out of Pedro Pascal, I believe. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't know Ellie. much about Ellie. Apart. 
Yeah, I don't know much about the chick who played Ellie though. I didn't want. I didn't see her stuff in Game of Thrones. I don't think she's a very big actor, obviously. Uh, but in Game of Thrones, I will say that she was a very popular character because her character she played it so well for such a small little girl. Um, and she like, it's interesting. You gotta watch it and see like the whole context of the show. But she's mm-hmm. a very, very like straightforward, very adult, very like. I don't know how to explain it. Like she's just very adult and says everything with such conviction. But she's like, it's all coming from like a small girl, so it's very like you know off i guess i don't know i got gotcha. you it's hard to explain but she's a great actor in that show at least so the show's it. gonna fail if i don't get at least one jeez joel <laughs> in the show i'll definitely watch but it I gotta it's, get it's one. gonna be on netflix right that's the plan HBO for it. For sure. yeah hbo hbo okay well, i think i have that anyways assuming that it's out before my subscription runs out so we'll why would see. it run we'll out? see yeah. uh but let's get this bad boy going uh speaking of like live action remakes, Heath. What else is getting a live action remake? They are making a live action Powerpuff Girls. Have you guys heard of this? No. Yeah. The it same was... network that's doing the Archie, the Flash, and stuff. Yeah. Have you seen what they Bro, did with Archie? It... Do you see about all the crap with that? We'll get to Powerpuff Girls in just a sec. Yeah. People are throwing a fit about what? So West, what's what's the show called? The Archie show. Oh, Jughead yes, and all yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. it's called something. Riverdale. Hmm. Uh. Tea, cheesy teen drama you know everyone's having sex everyone's making out oh my god he's cheating it's that show apparently between seasons right now they're doing a, t- a huge time jump where like Archie goes to war what's the crap and people are throwing a fit they're like this is a high school show <laughs> so okay. that is happening and they are apparently getting his Powerpuff Girls so like show, a part which, of me is interested because I'm not gonna like to- check it out at least the thing is, I really do not like CW shows like ever. Like I just, they just do not do a very good job in my opinion. Um, not sure why that is, but the studio just doesn't. Because you're not the a good tween. Stuff, I guess. But the concept of it is very cool. I mean, the concept is that it'll be them in their 20s and kind of lamenting the fact that they lost their childhood to fighting crime and stuff. And so that concept is kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Just seeing uh, Buttercup like doing drugs and stuff because she's yeah. all like <laughs> she's, she's a hard blossoms a sure. slut because she's trying to get back at her dad <laughs> so the concept is cool that could be cool like it reminds me of like a jupiter's legacy if you ever watch like if you ever read that comic book yes. a tiny bit um mm-hmm. but interesting concept probably gonna be a really bad um show <laughs> i think i agree i think it's gonna suck but my biggest thing is i love and it gets slept on. I love the bad guys in Powerpuff Girls. They, there's a ton of Mojo bad guys Jojo. in that show. Mojo Jojo. You got Mojo him. Jojo. You have uh, Fuzzy Lumpkins. You have the Gang Green Gang. I can go on all day. Love Powerpuff Girls. I want to see them. I want to see what they do with these crazy weird characters. Yeah. Did you ever I'm read curious. that adult Powerpuff Girl adult not in the sense of like sexual but like super mature like graphically powerpuff girls comic no. it was like fan made it was it's big on the internet it's completely fan made never heard it's, of it it gets crazy it's about how like it's a re- revisualization from a fan where the professor made the powerpuff girls because i think they died like the girls died like were born like normal triplets but died and then they he brought them back to life and they accidentally got powers in that meantime and like Mojo Jojo uh, became a monster because he accidentally hurt the professor and like it was this big thing. But the big cool part about it was the big evil bad guy was, do you remember that bad guy from Powerpuff Girls, him? 
Yes, the devil. He was the devil with right. like lobster claws and he yeah, dressed right. like a chick. Yeah. Uh, except like it's super, super evil. Like the things he does are like super evil, but like all of that to get to the most dope part of the whole comic is they're dipping other uh, Hanna-Barbera type Cartoon Network shows in it. And at one point, because it makes you kind of think at one point, like the, the him grabs the professor and he looks at him and says, like, you have the blood of the samurai in you and like oh throws him God. away. And he, if you know it's what I'm talking about, like, it's a samurai Jack bit and I got friggin' hype. And so all, <laughs> like all of that, like all that story just begins. Like I read a ton, hundreds of pages of this comic and I'm like, this is interesting. This is interesting. And they got to that. I'm like, why am I so freaking hype right now <laughs> over this freaking fan fiction? <laughs> but Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. I got a soft swap in my heart for the Powerpuff Girls. I guess it hasn't really, I was reading about it. It hasn't really, it's been confirmed that it's happening, but like, no details on it really. They're probably at all. still working on how to not make this absolutely terrible. Yeah. Because they're like, can we have the Powerpuff Girls have sex? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, is that too weird? They're in their 20s. I mean, doesn't like, CW also do the Teen Titans one? I think so. And they kind of like a teenage angst type feel to it too. Yeah. Well, literally, F Batman. Do mm-hmm. you remember that whole thing? Yeah. Totally random thing too that I did uh, earlier. Uh, I watched uh, Endgame uh, for the first time since we watched it in theaters all together. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god, that that I, I just this is totally random. I was just thinking about it. Cause we're talking about like, uh, I, I have no idea why I thought about it. Actually, I have no reason. <laughs> I just was thinking about it. Anyways, Down um, into like, trip into Dan's mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's basically like I turned it on when it was like the last like. 45 minutes of the movie and so essentially the last 30 minutes is all like the ending fight scene so it was like the hypest part and just that part and this is totally random but i just wanted to kind of give you guys like little chills like i got like that part whenever captain america like he obviously has been worthy of the of mjolnir or whatever and he mm-hmm. says like avengers and like the the thing like you know the re- hammer it. flies to him he catches it and he's assemble it's like oh my god I, I just got chills again thinking about it like oh my god it's so hype man I almost I broke kind of about Amber's hand in the movie theater during that bit. <laughs> where You're torn I, about that bit, Heath? I feel like I wanted the Avengers it symbol was, yeah, kind of small. Like he kind I of wanted like, it bigger. Avengers I did too, symbol. actually, but... He like whispered it. Yes. Okay, that's, that's fair. I wanted it to be a loud like yes. scream. I wanted a, a battle symbol. cry yeah. as they're charging. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 you know is, they shot a scene of him doing that, and then for some weird reason they chose to do work. The, the, yeah. the whisper. But... Yeah. But I just, I, this is the first time I've seen that movie, like, almost from, like, I say that, like, it was probably, like, realistically, like, maybe an hour and 20 minutes or so, like, left of the movie. So, like, I watched a decent amount of the movie, and it's the first time I've watched any of it since we watched it in theaters, and it's just, like, yeah, man, I really hope the next phase of Marvel stuff, like, is as good or close to as good as this stuff, because it's, like, I, it just a lot brings back so much nostalgia. I like, think we're in good hands, personally. I mean, yeah. So so far with WandaVision, like it's still like they're obviously setting the stage for something that's going to be really cool. I feel like over the next like few years, or whatever. So oh, I sure. trust Kevin Feige enough to do mm-hmm. this. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just that the, feeling, the, the, like you know, like when all those were happening in like all those movies, and there was just so much hype around everything. Like it just, I just want that to come back again because that was like some of the funnest like memories of my life. I feel like so. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah, but uh, anyways. Speaking again on the on the combo of live action stuff, Will Arnett, the voice of the Lego Batman, he's in a ton of stuff, has been cast as the voice of Sweet Tooth in the Twisted Metal show. 
Wait, also, what? Job. Job. You heard me, Heath. Or you heard me, Heath. I didn't know there was a Twisted Metal show. I coming. didn't either. This is how I found as well. Twisted Metal is getting. Which who the heck was demanding that? <laughs> never, I've heck? never even played Twisted Metal. It's pretty fun. It was way fun back in the day when we didn't have a lot of options. I thought it was Twisted great. Metal. It's is just like a more like mature the... Mario Kart. Yeah. Okay. Demolition Derby. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. You had you know. Sweet Tooth is the you know the, the clown, basically right? the mascot of the of the franchise of the show of the uh, game series. Wait, uh, and it's yeah, going to be I mean, a show. There's not a lot of information. Said? Yeah, it's there's not a lot of information about this. Uh, Twisted Metal TV series. They guess people heard about it back in 2019, but Sony has never formally announced too much about it. But apparently, it's in the works, and Will Arnett is going to be the voice of Sweet Tooth. Which hey, sure. I'm just excited for this because what the, what a dead franchise to dig out of the ground. I do, That's a weird one for sure. Put back I in the Lazarus pit. I do love his voice pit. though. He has a great voice. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because he's Illusion, Michael. Batman. A trick is something a whore just for money. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he, what else is he? He was in that and then I think he was, oh, he, like I said, he's Batman. I'm pretty sure he voiced something else pretty big too. I can't remember, but. I don't know. He has a great voice. So that's a great choice. Yeah. And I mean, we'll see if that actually like in uh, three years from now when it comes out we probably don't even know what comes out we don't even like it we're just talking about it randomly but regardless like we'll depends uh, on when where and when yeah it's true uh, it's true speaking of clowns did you guys by chance see the new uh zack snyder cut justice league trailer yeah i yeah. i didn't i saw like little bits of it what are your thoughts okay. uh i don't know i don't know what the frick this movie's gonna be i'm so confused but the joker is in this trailer spoilers um hmm. And that was interesting to see, like just Jared Leto being the Joker in that movie. I don't even know where he's gonna fit in. Like, I don't understand like what's gonna happen with this movie. I think I heard that it's he's it's gonna be not really him. It's gonna be like in Batman's head, like having like a moment and like thinking of the Joker kind of thing. It, it did look like the dream segment that Batman has a little bit mm-hmm. when he sees like the giant Omega symbol. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I have so- no faith in this freaking movie. We talked about it a little bit over text, but AJ, so explain this to me because it's like my understanding of like the cut has always been where you have like, okay, so there's, they film four hours of movie and then director cuts it up to where there's two and a half hours left, whatever. Is that essentially what's happening with this? Or is there like actual, like, I don't understand, like what's the difference between why is it not just going to be the same movie? I guess what I'm asking. So there's more to movie than just what is filmed. They have hours more than you know a lot probably a couple dozen hours of footage and there's stuff that doesn't even get shot necessarily where it's just in the script and then for whatever reason it doesn't make it cut is i guess not the best term for it but they refer to cut as being version basically Hmm. so Zack snyder had his version of this movie whether it was from script to production or just production or just script. He had his vision for this movie. And then as the movie was being made, the original Justice League movie was being made, uh, his daughter, there was a tragedy in his family. His daughter died. And so he bowed out of finishing the movie, got Josh Whedon to come in and finish it, which that's a whole can of worms right there about Josh Whedon getting in trouble. Uh, But he had Josh Whedon come in and do it. And apparently claims that Joss Whedon's vision didn't match his. Uh, a lot of things go into make having your cut of the movie where pacing, you know, how you, the editing and stuff, you get to have final say on that color tones, uh, which scene you want to use. And so what happens is 
Zack Snyder has gotten due to HBO has gotten his chance to finally have his version of the movie. So he's getting all of the original footage and he's going to be able to recolor it because if you remember, if, if you ever didn't see it, the whole third act final end of Justice League is like super red hmm. and stuff like the color palette looks really bad. Uh, he's going to apparently clean that up. Uh, they are, they said they weren't, but I guess they, they are, they are shooting a few more scenes. So maybe these scenes were in the script and they weren't able to be shot back then. Uh, they're, they're going to be able to reshoot it. So basically this is his version, his vision for what the movie was supposed to be, which I don't, to be clear, I still don't think it's going to be good. Do you realistically think that there's going to be a significant amount of movie that is different, like more than 30 minutes that's different from the original, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I think you need to think of different more than just scenes that weren't there. Okay. Color palettes are going to be different. Like, so like you Uh, think that like it's going to be different across the board, but like not very major across the board is what you're saying essentially. Let let me ask you this too. I was going to say, so I haven't seen Justice League. I haven't seen the first one at all. So should I watch the first one and then this one or just this one or like, uh, I think just for the just for the sake of experiencing what the crap is going on, because this is actually kind of movie history. Uh, there, there's been different cuts released, but the way this cut has come out, fans demanding it, kind of thing, years later, and I, I don't know, but I think just watch one and then the other. I don't think you necessarily have to watch uh, the original and then Sna- uh, Snyder's cut, as long as you're able to compare them to each other. The movie's terrible. I can't emphasize that enough. I've seen Justice League one time, and I watch bad movies multiple times. Justice League was so bad. I had zero inspiration to waste my time watching it again. Hmm. Hmm. But I, a part of me is kind of curious at this point of what he thinks Zack Snyder thinks is going to improve, make this movie better. Yeah. I mean, like I, I'm not a huge DC fan. Like you, you guys know more about DC than I do, but I mean, I'll, I'll watch DC stuff. Like I, I mean, I'm interested in it. I just don't know which one to watch. So I think may if get the chance, watch the Snyder cut if you're interested and then eventually go back and watch the original just so that you can also see the comparison between the two. I'm not worried about one being better than the other. It's just going to be curious of also experiencing it because like, for example, based on clips I've seen from the trailer, Superman's getting his black suit, which I actually can kind of hype about just, it's a good homage to the comics when right. Superman quote dies, which is not a secret and who gives a crap. This movie's terrible. Uh, when Superman dies, he comes back to life and he has the black suit, which is like a solar suit, which is able to soak up energy better. Uh, that being added to the thing. So basically it's, it's recoloring his suit. So it's not changing really anything, but the color of his suit is now different. So that, that is different in the cut. Things like that are going to change. If you've seen the bad guy, uh, Steppenwolf, his armor looks different and it looks more stupid in my opinion, but it has like a lot more little <laughs> spikes and crap on it. Things like that are going to change. Yeah. I feel like it's a scam to be honest with you. I feel like it's a total scam. Like I appreciate, <laughs> I, I'm sure Zack Snyder like wants like, Hey, this is how I envisioned it or whatever. And it's like, but I feel like there's so many people out there that are like, Oh, this is going to be so much better. It's going to be so good. And then they're going to go watch it. And they're like, wow, that was still not very good. Like and Zack Snyder because- is another one of those directors that is, is all style over substance. Uh, I like a lot of, you know, some of his movies. I won't say a lot. I like his movies. I like 300 a lot. Sucker punch. I have a soft spot for, I don't, I, I, I like it, but again, it's because it, I like it visually. Yeah. Uh, the movie sucks, but the movie yeah, watching The it visuals are cool, you know, but he has a very, he's a visual director where 
story and stuff is like, eh, but, but this would look really cool. <laughs> that kind of thing. So I don't think he's going to improve this movie where the story is just such an abomination to people. So. There is one difference I saw in there that's kind of cool. Um, is Cyborg's father is actually going to die in this cut, which is kind of spoiled. That you is see him getting destroyed Spoilers. Uh, by the cube. But it's in the trailer. No one can. It's not. It doesn't matter. I can tell you the end of Justice League, and it's not going to matter. I'm not watching either one. I don't care. It's so bad. But you still and the worst. Uh, I get offended thinking about that movie because, like, I, I hate the whole DC Marvel. Like, it, I hate differentiating between the two. I love both fairly equally. I just there. I gravitate towards Marvel just because they their quality tends to be better. But it's not because it's Marvel. I I give all the comic stuff a clean slate, and Batman v Superman. Injustice League insulted me as a person. That bad. <laughs> Fair enough. That horrible. So, Wonder Woman 84 it, too, frankly. I haven't seen Batman v Superman either, so... Don't so, waste your time. Uh, in this week's uh, edition of Heath Being Weird, uh, he sent us a text earlier this week and was like, Hey guys, I really uh, had this really weird dream that I think is really odd, and I want you guys to know. I want to know if you guys think it's okay for me to read on the podcast or like talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> he can we were clear like, too. no, He's please like, it's don't, not Heath. funny. That's too weird. <laughs> no, don't, please don't do it, Heath. We don't want you to. And Heath's like, no, I know. It's going to be good. And anyways, I did not say so- that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's horse crap. I was still, I'm still t- right now. I'm like, Heath is like, up and there? even before we started recording, Heath is like, we may cut this if we don't have time. <laughs> I feel but so hey, weird this about is it. our show. If, if this is your therapy, get it off your chest. What is? I just so, need, now just out of curiosity, I need to know. Prepare yourself for multiple tears and maybe a little chill here and there, right, Heath? I think that's kind of pretty much boredness, yeah, or we're not going to look at Heath the same, or what? Yeah, probably that one because they say like dreams tell you about you as a person. I mean, you so do I'm have a psychology degree, dream. so you tell us. You I don't know. Commercials and dreams. That's that's, yeah. that's how you know. <laughs> you, and dogs. So judge this a man dream. by his. <laughs> right, I mean, Heath. this is one of those dreams that was like super, super vivid and was so weird and off-putting that I was like, "What the crap did I drink? What, what, what happened in my head to make that make me have that dream?" Okay, and it was Matt. so interesting to me because it felt like a movie. Like now that I've had that dream, I kind of want to write a script. So tell me if this already is a movie. Matt, and also, real I want quick, to real quick, Keith, okay. yeah. Matt, turn on the fog machine. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the fog in here. <laughs> All right, go so ahead, tell Heath. me if this is already a movie, and if not, if it is not, then I patent it. Don't steal it. If you do, I'm going to sue you. Um, <laughs> and it's not funny at all. It's actually really, really dark, and 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 was I'm going to make it be specific. Like we can cut hey, this as long it's, as it's too not dark. darker. As long as it's not darker than uh, <laughs> just to get ran over like that. Oh, it is. It's a million times darker than that. It's get ready really, to really not dark. laugh. Yeah, it's really, really messed up and dark. I just got to be that very specific right, about that. Hear. So if you don't like let's dark stuff, then yeah um the dream started i was at work and i didn't get to experience it luckily but i knew as soon as the dream started that my family has all passed away in an accident i didn't know how why what because i didn't Great luckily start. didn't dream that part <laughs> so i know that my two kids and my wife had passed away okay, okay. sucks already <laughs> i didn't again i didn't dream that part i didn't actually experience that part luckily i just went to the dream knowing that fact for some reason okay. because of that i was very very depressed so I got into a uh, support group for depressed people and stuff. Then I lost a parent, their their loved ones and stuff, and we we're helping each other out to work through mm-hmm. this. Okay, um, I ended up linking up linking up with two, uh, three other people. So it was me, another guy, and two girls, and we had some similarities. So we we're just hanging out outside of the meeting, 
and talking about stuff and like how sad we are and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, it goes on. We're going to these meetings for a while and eventually we're kind of drinking. We're all kind of drunk. And the guy brings up, he's like, uh, I know this is kind of dark guys, but do you guys ever think about like killing yourself? And we're like, yes, we are in meetings for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is why we're, we're doing this. super sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, this is the reason why we do this guys. Like, because we all have the thoughts. He's like, yeah, I mean, me too. I do think about that a lot. And unfortunately, he's like, do you guys ever think that if you killed someone, it would make you feel better in some way? Like you'd have more appreciation, appreciation for life. And they were like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess. So that's an interesting thought. Like we have so little regard for life itself that murdering or murdering ourselves, whatever suicide is, is the kind of the same. It's kind of, okay. you know, we have no regard for life at all. Anyways, it was better than that, more poetic than that. Whenever he's saying it, I'm just kind of condensing it all. Okay. <laughs> Long and short of it, is we end up becoming, we end up making a, a pact between the four of us that we will draw straws. Whoever gets the longest straw kills a person who gets the shortest straw. Because we That's all want to. Interesting. We all want to die, and we all want to have some kind <gasps> of feeling of control over life and death. So we're going to watch this person kill the person that draws the shortest straw to Holy kind of try to gain crap. something from it. There's a cool story there. So we did it first time. And one of the girls drew the the long straw, and one of the other girls drew the short straw. So we all meet at this the girl's house. She gets in the bathtub, and the the girl freaking slits her wrist, and she, and it's so freaking dark. It was like it was slow, and there's candles, and it was messed up and dark. I don't want to get too <laughs> too deep into it. Oddly romantic. <laughs> it was really freaking dark, and the girl was like, she's fading away. We're like, what's it like? You know, what's going on? And she was like, oh, you know it feels cold and stuff but she kept saying like but you know thank you guys like i wanted this to happen but i don't have the strength to do it type of stuff and it was freaking messed up and part it's like dipping into like mort- uh, martyrs yes there. i guess a little bit <laughs> yeah. she was like she was like i know i kind of wanted to die so thank you guys for doing this like i don't have the strength to do it myself <laughs> it's hot freaking dark. it's so hot ah! it's just like <laughs> <laughs> freaking messed up uh so we leave her house and i'm consoling the girl that did the murdering and she's like you know, she was like kind of stoic about it. She was like, like it happened. We agreed to it. But now that I've experienced that, like her, her, she sacrificed her essence for us to have more appreciation for life. And I actually do feel it now. Like I feel like appreciation for life now. Like taking that did not feel good. I felt something doing that. It felt very powerful. And um, I now do not want to die. I don't want anybody else to die. Um, and I was like, me too. That was like way too much for me. That was not what I signed up for. I did not think it'd be that awful to experience that. It was mm-hmm. dark and messed up. Um, so we kind of bond over that. So then the guy, though, the next meeting is like, yo, let's do it again. Like, you know, yeah. we're going to keep going, right? <laughs> and uh, he was like, and we're like, uh, no, we've been talking. And you know what? We do not want to do this. We feel like we actually appreciate life now. That was messed up. We are, you know, we made the agreement. So what happened happened, but we do not feel good about what happened. Um, and we're sorry she had okay. to go. But because she went, her essence said, you know, somehow gave us appreciation for life. And the guy's like, no, bro, like we're doing this. We had agreement and we're like, no, we're good. And he's like, that's not fair. You guys chickened out. I didn't get a chance to kill anybody. And I didn't get a chance to die. <laughs> this is not right. You guys cannot chicken out right now. And uh, so he just draws straws and then I draw the long straw and the girl draws the short straw. The girl that killed the girl. <laughs> this is such bull crap. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's still like, he's like, no, <laughs> he's like, all right, so do it. And we're like, we, so we do it. We meet at her room, at her, at her house 
I'm just like, you know what? I can't do this. Like, this is too much. And she's like kind of shaking. She's like, yeah, no, like, please. Like, I, I actually don't want to die. Please don't do this. And the guy's like, no, I freaking told you. Like, we're going to do this. We're going to go through with this. We had an agreement. And we're like, she gets out of the bathtub and stuff. She's like, no, we're not doing this. We're, we're done, man. And the guy just grabs a knife and freaking slits her throat and just like, kills her. and uh, we're like, I'm like, dude, what the crap are you doing? Like, we were kind of playing this out as like a suicide type thing. And you did a, a straight up murder. And he's like, yeah, well, I didn't get a chance to kill no one or die. So this is, that's my way of taking this. You know, I'm going to take my my control over life and death. And I was like, dude, I'm turning you into the cops. Like, I can't be a part of this. And he's like, OK, I'm turning you in, too. You were part of the other thing. You're part of this whole thing, too. Um, How ballsy of you to start like this guy just murdered someone. And you're like, I'm going to call the cops on you. Like, I you know, I'm still holding the knife, right? <laughs> I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Uh, he's like, no, we have this agreement. You will also go to jail. Um, so I was like, I don't want to do that. So I ended up helping her hide him, hide the body. And he's like, all right, so let's do it again. Let's keep going. <laughs> so one of us is here. And I'm like, no, dude, are you, have you not learned your lesson yet? This is it. <laughs> and he just quickly draws straw. It's a long straw or, and he's like, all right, so I, I kill you now. I'm like, no, bro. Like we're not doing this. <laughs> so I run away. And it's the rest of the dream was me trying to escape this person, trying to murder me after this whole murder suicide pack. And it was freaking dark. I woke up in a cold sweat freaking out like what the hell happened what i drink what did i watch i don't understand what just happened it was one of the darkest dreams i ever had my entire life it should be a movie and yeah that's it uh chad johnson is my replacement for kevin smith (laughs) 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 oh man so we can cut that whole thing because it was no that's that's interesting so it so what does that mean for me? Like, I wonder what you guys think. What does that mean for me? What happened to me that that I happened? No. So because I can tell apart- you leading up to it, I did not have like a. I think you should have I- just stopped the dude from the get go from killing the second chick. And just well, you like, have no, no control over your dreams. I the yes, but I'm, no, that's true. Never mind. I, I, I when I you're working it, on the screenplay, I think it, you <laughs> yeah, it, was, it happened so fast. Like whenever he did that, I was literally really like walking out of the room, and he just like freaking grabbed the knife out of my hand and did it. So like super fast, and I don't have time to react. But again, like you, like Adrian said, my to dream be honest, though, messed up. My freaking heart is racing, bro, from that story, man. It's like, interesting for sure. Me, I think there's like, a oh there's the bones God. of a really cool story there. I think it's a pretty cool like, story too. Like after I had the dream, I was like, I woke up and I was like, so this is one of the ones. Like I rarely have dreams I remember for one, but I actually did for once, and I immediately was like, okay, I should probably jot this down in my notes or something because something happened there, and it is actually pretty interesting. There's at least um. At the very, very least, it's like a, what do you call it? Like inspiration for a movie, horror movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I will say, uh, just put it out there, I do not feel depressed. I do not feel any of those, those feelings. <laughs> Save I your emails. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't feel depressed, Heath. <laughs> I feel fine. I'm extremely happy overall. Um, if you do feel that way, call the suicide hotline and stuff. Do not do that. To put that out there. If you're feeling really sad, just listen to that song by Logic. Everything's okay. <laughs> uh, that reminded me of a very, sh- uh, there's a short film I saw that was really cool. A uh, little bit of it. It's it's not much, but it's these three people in a, a basement, a dark basement, and there's a, a old school revolver. And they like, they take it, they do the Russian roulette thing. They take the, there's one bullet, they spin the barrel, put it to their head, click, pass it to the next person. And, and like, what's funny or what's interesting about it is like the, as they put it to their head, they're almost like their reaction isn't what you would expect of it being click. They, there's not relief when they hit click. So they hand it to the next person, uh, click, 
uh, next person click. And then so it comes to the point where like the next bullet is like six shots. The next bullet has to be the bullet. And uh, it's two guys and like a girl. And uh, the guy takes the gun, just shoots the girl in the head. Oh, and the other guy looks at him and they're like, yeah. And then like the camera just pans kind of in the basement and it kind of like pans up and you just hear pounding on the door and you hear zombies pounding on the door. And so like that's <laughs> okay. the short film. So it reminded me a little bit of that uh, to a degree of just like kind of like a cool twist on that type of thing. Yeah. I was like, so uh, like who gets to not die by a zombie? Yeah. Who gets to and have he the good was nice enough to give yeah. it to <laughs> Interesting. So it was like I said, it was just interesting. So, uh, do you guys uh, have a dream that you guys recall? Like that's vivid like that. My dreams are never coherent. They are nonsense. So you have like like Tori, like Tori and uh, my kids were dead, but I didn't see it, but I knew it. My dreams are like that, but nonsense. Where I walk mm. into my house and it's not my house, but I don't know that it's not my house. And then I see Amber <laughs> and it's uh, like Amber's mad at me, but she's not acting like she's mad at me, but I know she's mad at me. It's crap like that. That is just yeah. incoherent stupidity. Do you guys ever have dreams where it's like, some random person from high school that you weren't very much friends with, like he just shows up in your dream randomly and you're like, yes. why are you here? It's like, yeah. I wasn't even friends with you then. Like, it's like, like, you're just some do you ever like, wonder I, if like they dreamt the same dream? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Dude, it's that, very weird. I, uh, dreams yeah. are super weird. And I I'm burning through plots tonight. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I've had like a decent amount of dreams, but like if I don't sit there and think about them, it's the second I wake up, then I just forget sure. about it. Yeah. So, me too. Like, so did you sit there and I, think about that for like an hour or something? Do you remember all yes, those details? Yes, so the second that happened, I jotted down everything in my notes. Because really? it was so intense, and I it was such an intense dream that it was so vivid and was like so traumatizing, honestly. And like, I was literally sweating, just like freaking yeah. out. Like, what just happened? Like, freaking out. So I immediately took out my notes and jotted it down because I was like, like okay, this has to be something. So like, you're saying, was that specifically for the podcast or you just do that normally? No, no. This is, I wouldn't say normally. I don't, I've never done it before. But again, it just one of those experiences that was so vivid that I, I just felt compelled to do it. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Interesting. All right. uh, I mean, nothing like that for me though. But hmm. So last little bit here. Uh, I'm going to announce for those of you who are excited and wondering if we're ever going to do it again. Next episode, we're going to be doing the first draft of 2021. Boom. So we were talking a lot about it and this is the first draft with Heath. And so next draft, we are going to have our most underrated candy underrated candy. what we think is the most underrated underappreciated candy and so there's four of us now instead of three so we're going to do our top three and so check uh be stay tuned for that hope you get hype we're hyped too i'm very excited i'm racking my brain trying to find the best what i consider to be the most underrated candies boom so, so be yeah, sure to check that out for that um do you want to move on to homework and stuff now? Yeah. And yeah, let's not. Yes, let's start wrapping this thing up. Uh, homework recommendations. Anybody who has anything. My homework for this week is to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Everybody. Oh, did you watch? Have it? you seen it? No, I did not watch it yet. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I, I made it almost like uh, unofficial homework this week, but I don't think I wasn't able to watch it, and I don't know about I you guys. Yeah. Mm, so, no. <laughs> oh, bro, I would have been furious if you if like I go out of my way to watch it, and you're like, yeah, I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> Well, with, with, uh, all the power going out and stuff, like not hours necessarily. I had no reason not to watch it. I'm a terrible person. Go on. I, no, I watched other crap. But, <laughs> no. Yeah. But the, so between now and next week, let's watch Judas and the Black Messiah. It's, okay. it's on HBO max. So I think I might need to steal your that, HBO so. max, but, oh, you don't have it. No, I, I'll, I'll probably, we'll probably get it. Amber and I, as much as I want to watch a bunch of crap, that's going to be on there. We'll probably tenant, get it. which you've Tenet's already seen. Tenant's not on there. Tenant's not on there. 
it's on Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Anyways. It's not even yeah. free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you have to rent it on Amazon Prime still. Anyways, hmm. let's watch that uh, before before next week. Cause I think it's should be really good. So I, I've got nothing else other than that, though. So anyone else got anything? If you know relatively Jean-Claude Van Damme and his uh, his his films, no? Okay. Well, I'd I'll love, recommend, I adore Jean-Claude Well, first off, I'll recommend his films. <laughs> <laughs> his entire uh, catalog. There's not a yeah. bad one in the bunch. <laughs> but if you are familiar, then Street watch. Street Fighter. Oh, God. Not <laughs> that one. Ford? Please, no. Universal Soldier. Um, but if you are familiar, watch John Claude Van Johnson. It is one of the most meta and interesting and funny John Claude Van Damme things ever. I'm I'm still shocked right now, like just shocked that this is a thing that actually exists and happened. John Claude Van Damme is legitimately funny. I never experienced. I never thought that would be a thing. I thought that John Claude Van Damme is always like super, like you know, to the point, kind of mean. Probably doesn't seem like just seems like the kind of person that's famous, but not a cool famous person like just kind of a dick um probably but he's super funny in this and i would suggest watching that not gonna not homework recommend it uh i will recommend and it's a very hard recommend if you haven't seen it another movie i watched this week i guess this week was the week of style over substance was uh it's been years since amber have seen has seen scott pilgrim versus the world oh and so we it's on netflix we watched that and uh man i love that movie top five for me Great, great movie. It is a visual masterpiece, but man, Scott Pilgrim is such a terrible, terrible person. It's kind of the point, right? The whole time. The whole time. He's a bad person. He like at the end, I'm like, I'm glad he he ended up with Ramona. <laughs> I guess spoilers, because they're both bad people. And they deserve each other. <laughs> but yeah, it's a visual masterpiece. Edgar Wright is uh it only it just it made me furious and super depressed that we never got his Ant-Man movie. So yeah. heavy, heavy, heavy recommendation is watch Scott Pilgrim vs. the world. If you haven't seen it, you are dis you're, it is a disservice to yourself to not see it. Okay. All right. So, uh, Matt, stay wait, tuned. If Matt. you guys, Oh, Matt, do you have anything? Oh, uh, not really, but if you're of age of drinking, uh, go get you a <laughs> cup of snow, get you some pina colada mix and get you some rum, mix those babies together. Mwah. I don't know if I would actually encourage people to eat snow. Yeah, yeah there's a <laughs> why not? There's a bit. Of, there's I've a process boiling, to it. Yeah, I've it's been boiling a lot of snow. <laughs> it seems fine. I've been boiling a lot of snow recently, and it looks disgusting once you boil it. it looks like a. Do you not realize, like pea, bro, that's like rainwater? Would you drink rainwater? Yeah. Okay, Ooh, recreationally, would you drink rainwater? <laughs> rain coladas are the best. Just put a cup outside next time it rains. Then I want you to drink that with some pina colada mix. Tell me how it is. <laughs> if you guys want to check out our WandaVision spoiler talk, stay tuned after Darren's beautiful outro that I am in love with adding. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're gonna keep Stop. That going. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. I edit. It's, it's playing right now. All right, WandaVision episode five. Uh, I'm not worried about this is a spoiler talk, so let's just start getting into spoiler stuff. Uh, Matt, what did you think of it? I'm annoyed. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Like, well, okay. I'm episode episode six. Yeah, sorry, this is about six. Episode six. Yeah, episode as a whole, it was great. Okay, but like the cliffhanger that they left us annoyed me. 
Why? It's because it's such a good cliffhanger. Yeah, so good. it's it's, it's a it's a good cliffhanger, and I want yeah. it more. But like, I also think that the last cliffhanger with Pietro showing up, mm. I also think that was a better cliffhanger than this one, though. Because I mean, like, yeah, it's hard to top that. It's it's not supposed to be compared. I it's know, not like but they wrote like, this cliffhanger yeah. with, and that'll be just I'm, as good as the previous one. I'm just saying, I, I'm just like. I was annoyed with both episodes, but I was more annoyed with uh, the Pietro one because I'm just like I th- this is not the right P- like this is the <laughs> different Pietro. Why 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 is he there? What's happening? But um, I gotcha. yeah, I'm very stoked to know. I did not like seeing Vision die twice <laughs> now, but uh, <laughs> like more than that now actually. Like freaking four Dude, that times. was rough. He was getting just destroyed in that episode. See, okay, yeah. I was I was talking with one of my friends. I think so. There's a theory that I have read online that each episode is going through the decades of television because it is taking quote unquote decades for Wanda to rebuild and bring Vision back to life. Hmm? And so I think with him, like he's. Self-aware, he's start. He's trying to leave the bubble, whatever it is, and I don't think he's fully finished yet to be back in the real world. And that's why he was getting pulled back, quote unquote, into the um the bubble and just getting torn apart because he's not supposed to be there. You know, I don't think that's right because uh the shield a- or the sword agents exist in reality. And they were watching the episodes as well. Like they watched the fifties episode, they watched the sixties episode, they watched the seventies and eighties and, and, and stuff. And then what I mistakenly said last episode about well, sort of mistakenly said about her opening the doors, she locked the bubble. And that's what happens when you try to leave the bubble, is it pulls you back in. That's so I don't think that's necessarily yeah. vision per se. I think it's just everyone that, that would try to leave that bubble. I didn't even, I didn't even think about the uh locking it part. That's not how I took it. I took it more of like um, that was happening because in the real world he exists as a corpse. So all the flesh was being torn off of him because it doesn't exist in the real world. It only exists in the bubble. That's how Mm. I perceived it. That could could be true too. That's why because like everything was flying off him and going back into the bubble and he was going back to like the corpse type thing we saw in that flashback kind of shaky cam type crap. Hmm. Gotcha. Uh, Darren, what'd you think of the episode? Well, first off, uh, how many of you guys got the theme, like the theme of the episode? Immediately. Yeah, the, the whole thing, the whole style of it. I got j- like giddy the second the little yeah, kid started narrating too. the episode. So I, I know, it's good. Matt, did you, I, I assume you didn't I, get it, Matt, did you? I s- sort of did. I didn't watch Malcolm in the Middle growing up, Not so, really. but, um. Yeah. I felt pretty good, like, as the theme song was going on, I was like, hey, Perfect. Malcolm in the Middle, and Brady was like, yeah. oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Tyler said, like. Tyler said the same thing, and he was like, oh, they're doing Malcolm in the Middle now. And I was like, oh, yeah, I see that. I'm a little disappointed in that. I think it was great, but I liked more when they weren't sticking to one specific show mm-hmm. as opposed to doing homage to the entire decade. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the case. I, I felt that like entire was episode was definitely Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, I felt well, it was no, like, I'm exclusively Malcolm that, like, in the Middle. I don't feel like that they were doing all the episodes prior. I feel like they were definitely staying in one, like in one lane. Like the first you one felt so? like it was I Love Lucy. Second one was Brady Bunch. The third one was Full House, and then this one Malcolm Malcolm Middle. <laughs> like they pretty much stayed in the in those lanes for the most part. I suppose. But 
Yeah, anyways, um, so yeah, I I enjoyed it. I the multiple scenes of like the people standing still uh, while Vision's walking around, like geez louise the show is dark and then like that girl like when the tear comes out of her face like she's <laughs> yeah, i laughed I lo- actually i, lo- I, I love those so scenes I, I laughed and as well yeah it's just <laughs> it's like so one of those things that just, you just see it happening and you're like oh my god like what is going on here <laughs> mm-hmm. and like later on like he flies and like it drops down in front of agnes in front of her car or whatever and talks to her and like she's like oh help me help me I'm yeah i don't buy that for a second that, me either that's what yeah. i was about to ask y'all i was like do you guys believe that no. no, I don't believe that. That's a yeah. bold-faced lie on her end. She was yeah, literally yes. dressed as a witch. If you didn't catch that. And also, that. they were all talking. Like She was talking before Vision awakened her, and no mm-hmm. one else could do that. They were all completely frozen. Yeah, and she was like even farther out, too, like closer to mm-hmm. the... like She was right next to Elliot Street, whatever. She got like, to the point to that would get Vision to go out. Exactly. She led so, him to it. Hmm. I hmm. think about That's that. That's interesting. That's yeah. a good point, actually. But like so, but he didn't know that was her though, right? Like, why would he have gone? Like, why did he like he did. that car? There was a I light think, source. Is the big thing? I think he picked mm-hmm. that car because he recognized it. Maybe that's how I I, I felt like he did. No, because I like, just, as soon as he landed, he was like Agnes. That's video yeah. game rules. Follow the light source. He looked down at the <laughs> he looked down at the thing. He saw the car with headlights, and he's like, "Oh, I caught my eye because video games." And then you go down to the also, thing. Also, I thought that was pretty interesting. How like. um candidly pietro was talking to wanda like that was very interesting straight up just like just saying like like you know it's it's crazy what you're doing it's like it's really smart like what you're doing like i i can't believe you would do this like and he's like she's like what doing what like i'm not doing anything and like so it seems pretty obvious to me that like those theories about like i mean i he's even saying that like agnes is like pulling the strings and wanda is just like being controlled by agnes but wanda is doing it and is conscious about it Right, I mean, it seems pretty I, obvious now. I believe she's doing some. Like she's she is no doubt doing some of it. What what, but, what is she not doing? What but she, she kept saying because Pietro was like, "How did you I'm, start?" And he's like, "I don't know." She kept saying, "I don't know how it started." We just well, I like just that, and then nothing. The episode before, right before Pietro showed up, the doorbell, like Vision and Wanda were arguing, and the doorbell rang, and she's like, "Do you really think I'd believe that?" I think she was being genuine there. Yeah, she's like, yeah. "I'm not doing this." Because then, because she so she went because... to the, she went to the door and she saw his Pietro and she was legit shocked. She was like, "It's my brother. You're dead. What are you doing here?" You know, I mean, she didn't say that, but yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know necessarily. Yeah, she didn't say that, <laughs> but to get to Darren's question, I don't know exactly what she is and isn't doing. Uh, I think it's kind of like uh, kind of like how a computer works, where uh, like with a video game, where if you're not, if you can't see it, it kind of gets like offloaded. <laughs> from yeah. your uh, like from your like I thought the stuff. same I thing I was like Wanda's that's what's running... happening because Wanda's not there yeah uh, that's why none of the people the people are frozen w- Wanda's running on, out of RAM on, and on energy it saves <laughs> on yeah it saves on RAM and so when she gets there and like that's to me is hysterical because that's such an evil torture of like <laughs> okay she's not in that neighborhood in this scene so you're frozen in place <laughs> uh, I thought that was really, I thought that was really cool. Again, I don't know exactly what Agnes is doing as opposed to what Juan is doing. And that's if Agnes is even the thing. Uh, I told you guys in a text to keep your eye out for the mailman. Cause as I was rewatching previous episodes, there's something wrong about him. If you, if you've noticed a few times he's popped up, uh, there was the episode where he walks past the house and Agnes is like doing like the finger guns at him. He's like, Whoa, don't shoot the messenger. And then there was another one where I think it was the last episode or previous episode, not this uh, last one where uh, the mailman looks at Wanda and goes like, ma'am, 
and kind of like looks at her and like lingers for like a second right before they go and find the dead dog. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's, I have a feeling about the mailman, but I don't know. But the point is, uh, Oh, you know what? I guess go on. Heath. I just had like a spark. Sorry. Um, he says specifically, don't worry. She won't let him get too far away. Yeah. About the dog. So I wonder if he is in on it and meant that like hit the dog's death. She can bring her back. No big deal. He won't get too far. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like I, I, that would mm-hmm. go with your red herring theory about Agnes because it's so glaring Yeah, with her that it almost feels too obvious. Yeah. Cause like who is like, I can't imagine anyone who isn't super incredibly suspicious of Agnes. Yeah, that's true. Any viewer. But, uh, that and like the huge Easter eggs is, uh, I geeked out over all the costumes. Yeah, for sure. That was amazing. That's the closest we'll probably ever get to seeing Scarlet Witch in her proper costume, (laughs) seeing Vision in his proper costume. Quicksilver in his costume got me freaking giddy (laughs) down to like his stupid hair being like slicked back on the sides is so awesome because it's so stupid. Uh, (laughs) I like the boys being dressed up appropriately. Uh, Speed, which is the name of the the fast son, doesn't really have a costume like that. But Wiccan got me hype. Yeah, seeing him like that. If you can look up pictures of Wiccan on Google, that's what he looks like, and it's it's incredible. And also uh, with the this is kind of random, but uh, is it Captain Romero? Is that her name right? Or Rambo? Rambo. Rambo yeah, Rambo. Sorry. Um, that whole like scene where uh, she's talking about going back in and like, no, like your blood has changed or whatever. Like feels like mutants, right? Like, yeah, it's pretty hard. Well, but the end of the episode with Wanda just completely expanding that bubble, hard to argue that now anyone caught in that bubble is going to be a mutant. Right. It's yeah, really hard not to. Hey, I got a quick joke on that. I was, I was reading on the Marvel Studios subreddit after watching that, just reading some stuff. And someone, like, literally probably 20 seconds before the bubble gets expanded, he's just like, how you, or Pietro's like, how are you doing all this? Like, how, I, I, this is crazy. How are you doing it? Like, you're doing all this. And she's like, I don't know how I'm doing it. And then, like, Vision is in trouble, and she expands it. It's like, I know how I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it just expands it, like, instantly. <laughs> yeah. It's really right. weird. Yeah, that, I'm very uh, fishy of Pietro, honestly. Pietro was acting too strange, that one. I, it's, I don't think it is Pietro. It's something imitating pietro right well i think it might be pietro but i think it's he's from i don't know i I think because he talked about a memory that they had back when they were little kids and wanda was like it not really yeah yeah she's like that's not how it went or like that's Mm not like whatever like there was a problem there it was like a bad memory or something but yeah i do i liked him calling her out and just being like yeah you're doing all this is awesome like i'm the brother in the holiday cameo episode cameo and uh (laughs) She's like, what happened to your accent? He's like, what happened to your accent? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, just <laughs> giving it back to her, which is yeah. just, it's great. I, I uh, felt the same I way like, about Pietro though, Heath, because I did, I did really feel like it felt like it, it, it's going to be revealed at some point in time that he is not who he says he is. Like, yeah, I to, I'm totally getting that same vibe from him. Um, there's just multiple situations where it's just like, it, it didn't feel like she knew that like, that's who he was essentially. And maybe it's just like, they're trying again, like another red herring kind of thing where they're just trying mm-hmm. to like throw you off the center or whatever. Um, it just certainly feels that way though. But yeah, I tried I to know. avoid doing this, but I couldn't help myself. This episode specifically got me so hyped that I started looking up like Reddit fan t- theories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it gave me some pretty interesting ideas. I don't know if you guys want me to talk about it or not. Go ahead. I mean, cause myself. no one knows. Go ahead. I mean, everyone's Nobody knows for sure. Um, Mephisto plays a big part in the original story for the, uh, 
for Scarlet Witch. So I'm um, rereading House of M, uh, in because it's been years, literally since like 2011, since I've read it, and uh, I'm over halfway through, and Mephisto hasn't popped up yet. I can't. I think it's the original like Halloween episode where Vision and and uh, Wanda, uh, sorry, Wanda and Vision are together, and you find out it's all in their head, and the kids are mm. all in her figment of her imagination. Mm. Some of those lines. Um, apparently, Mephisto has played some part of that. Um, and there's thinking that Mephisto is going to be the main villain overall. And if you listen to Pietro, he says a lot of really off-color stuff. Like at the beginning where he's like saying, he's like, raise hell, my demon spawn. Yeah, which is weird. I got that. And then he kept saying, and for, he's like, I'll be damned if uh, West, or West Side, whatever it is, Westview. Westview, Westview isn't charming as hell. And he mm. says like three or four other like hell type demon type references that are very off-putting and weird and kind of don't really fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a thought that he, Mephisto is impersonating that, um, Pietro. Interesting. Uh, I, I don't doubt that. That'd be great. But man, I'm just in my head. I'm just thinking, do you think, cause Marvel at this point is completely mainstream. Do you think people are ready for the devil? I'm right there with you. Right there with you. Cause, I, cause in the comics, concern. it's very, yeah. In the comics, it's totally, oh yeah, it's Satan. It's Mephisto. Do you think the world is ready for that? But it, uh, but okay, they we've had Scarlet Witch for the last like whatever six years and haven't called her Scarlet Witch. So now we can just have Mephisto and no one just calls him the devil. Like you know what I'm saying? But like we'll it, know he's the devil. Like so, I feel like there's an easy way to portray him as not necessarily being like the devil. Like it's just like he's just a scary demon guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't have to be like literally the devil. And like everyone would I know. Just like, think, hey, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. But Christian, torn- whatever people are gonna lose their mind over that. Like I yeah. don't know if Disney wants to like cause that kind of stir from a easy fair, like a demographic. That's not, I, I think is fine with what they're doing so far. I'm right there with you because like in the lore of things, uh, comic fans are going to understand what he is and mm-hmm. who he is. And that is going to become common knowledge because everybody now research that stuff. Right. Um, so I'm scared because also Disney being Disney, I feel like that's going to be something they're not going to want to delve into too much. But at the well, same time, there is a show called Lucifer about the DC character. So, there's also it's DC, Kev- but it's not DC. Lucifer is te- is uh, Vertigo, which is mm. like a different thing. Like it's a it's like a imprint within Ke- DC. It's not like Batman and Superman are hanging out with them. Kevin Feige has also straight up said that like whenever Deadpool three comes out, it will be rated R. So like that's different though. That's not yeah. Satan. <laughs> but like it it just shows that Disney is not afraid to walk that line. I but think it's a totally different line. I different. think it's yeah, not- it's interesting. It is different. Because yeah, Deadpool, I, we know what to expect with this. It It's going to get that dark. It's kind of interesting. Cussing, screaming, murder. Like that's, for America, that's totally fine. But it's Satan. Do you think we're ready to see the devil on TV? I, I'm fine with that. I'm holy fine. I'm just, I don't know if Disney has the balls to do that. I bet they do, personally. I'm interested. I don't know. We'll, we'll see soon. I'm very interested. What'd you think uh, of the commercial this time? That's that was when we get to that too. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Dude. I thought it was super holy. dark. Yeah. Super dark. Is uh, it, was there something else that we didn't catch, like for you comic nerds out there, like I don't AJ know. and Heath? I just, I mean, I just think the metaphor is transparent. Yep. Like she had the power, and she didn't have way to really access that power, and that's what Pietro was talking about earlier, where uh, he was like, "Man, you you come a long way from giving people bad dreams." <laughs> it's interesting. Like, that's not how I took look it. Look at her power now. Oh, is that how you took it? Is like she no. had this incredible, like she had this thing that could have saved 
you know, herself could have saved <laughs> vision, could have saved a uh, Quicksilver, but she just, she couldn't tap into the very thing that could have saved her. That's how did you I take it? That. Uh, I thought it was kind of transparent where they said like snack on your magic. So I think something is siphoning and eating and feeding off of Wanda's magic. Like snack on your magic is like something is actually, it's like, it's like straightforward if someone's eating her magic or feeding off of it in some way. Maybe. That's how I take that it. Could be, that, no, that I mean, they could be both. It's not, they're not exclusive. That's true. Yeah. Uh, because the little kid died yeah, that in was the arc. thing because he wasn't able to eat. He was on a desert island, not able to eat. And then the shark came up, which I've already seen the people going, is that Mephisto? Or it's like, dude, shut up about Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could not be Mephisto. It's just like one of those things that are glaring in her face and there's so many red herrings and so much stuff. I've seen that... so many memes of the, is this a butterfly meme? Where yeah, it's yeah. Any, like anything in the show. Is this Mephisto? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the mailman for sure. I um, The mailman could be Mephisto, but who knows? Dylan know. Dylan watched uh, the new episode with me. Or no, he watched it after, sorry. But um, we were talking after we both watched it. He made a good point. Uh, it's kind of back to the mutant talk where if the... Uh, the blood scans come back. It comes out as nothing. Um, he said that the CBR, the cosmic base radiation, that's how uh, Fantastic Four gets their powers. So, like, I can definitely see that kind of radiation being introduced to just the world. And it's like, yes, this is how we get mutants. Because even like, you don't even have to be inside the bubble to really become a mutant i don't i feel like personally because even all the sword agents just right there yards away from it i mean it's radiation so like it's i mean there's definitely radius to it but like if the edge of the actual source of radiation is right there i feel like if you're somewhat near that the edge of that bubble you're still going to get kind of radiation i don't you know? feel like that's the case because there's multiple like i mean they were i've seen them they... said like we're safe from oh they did yeah, like the radius, like they, she said, like the CBR is whatever. Like she, when she was talking about it, oh, I didn't catch that. I mean, like, like they, they were, didn't scan everyone else; they only scanned Rambo or whatever. And I think it was but, Rambo's powers that's doing it. It's her whole photon thing that made her unable to be read by the sensor mm-hmm. stuff, hmm. right? Due to possibly the mutation of going in twice. So, yeah. and um, uh, Matt was telling me, that I guess photon is like essentially Captain Marvel I, in some ways. I right? could be completely wrong, Darren. The, that's correct. I don't yeah. know. I don't know much about her. She, okay. I think she takes the mantle of Captain Marvel at some point in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't read that. So I, I'm, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, I'm curious. Well, so do you buy into the fact that, or the the theory that the astrophysicist that Rambo contacted is going to be Reed, Reed Richards or no? I would like that. I, I would like that it. a lot. That would be I'd, cool. I'd love to bring them in. I, I want, I think it's always best to establish the, a thing before we get it. So establish that Reed Richards is a super successful, brilliant scientist before we get him in a movie or something, just because that, it's, it, it, it's more organic to me, more natural. That would make sense if the, if what uh, Matt was saying is true, if that's what t- turns to Fantastic Four, maybe that's how he gets the idea, is he sees that and so does more experience, experiments with maybe. that type of radiation. And also that'd be interesting because it'd be red herring, because we already know that a big cameo is happening in this in this thing. You think it's Pietro? That's the big red herring, or that's the the red herring. The actual thing is gonna be Reed, Reed Richards. Be John Krasinski. And this is the whole is Fantastic Four. That'd be dope. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> I'd love that. Like she goes to like visit, and she's like, "Yeah, Doctor Richards will see you." And like you see, like 
whoever plays Johnny Storm, like, hey, like checking her out, like, who are you? And then just like walks in, like, it could be the scene writes itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be really cool. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, we're all super hype, and I'm curious what the next style is going to be, uh, theme like wise, because we're based like mid 2000s, like, is mm-hmm. what it's going to be next, like the t- 2010s. We might, type we might shows? be caught up to speed, honestly. I mean, yeah, there might be yeah. one more decade episode, but. One or two more. Make a rest development or something. <laughs> Maybe see, Office. What, like George Lopez. They, they, or something? Dude, office, yeah. I could definitely see them doing freaking Office. The yeah, Office would be great. Yeah, just a confessional of them, like talking to the camera. That'd be incredible. That would be really funny, actually. But yeah, so I'm I'm incredibly hyped. This Me too. episode again, the show continues to do nothing but like hook you in, and like it, to me, it, it's done this incredible job of like. The the ending for the last bunch of episodes has been what the crap are they going to do next? Like <laughs> literally, like what what can they do now? Like this, Wanda's bubble is now like racing and like catching up to cars and expanding at an incredible rate and distance. What is what what's going to happen from there? How do they fix this? Like what's going to happen? Isn't yeah. so we'll see. The, I'm spitballing here, but in the comics, isn't there like a like there's obviously the multiverse, but like is is there a chance that like her bubble can consume this world and then they have to go to another world. Oh, I'm really spit, don't want I'm, that to be the case. I'm here. <laughs> but it could possibly be could, it could be possibly the whole world and that's how mutants like that's, that's her technical more mutants instead of no more mutants type thing. I don't know. Hmm. Well, Wanda has a lot House of M specifically, like they do a lot of stuff where it's uh different realities. Not like it's mm-hmm. like a different dimension, but just like different this reality is this thing like for example in house of m everybody all the heroes all the avengers spider-man luke cage wolverine all of them get their deepest wish and so they wake up and they're in this world where mutants are the uh, the the majority and humans are the minority and so humans are kind of looked at as lesser beings uh spider-man's married to gwen uh gwen stacy and they have a kid uncle ben's alive uh wolverine for some weird reason his wish was to be be nick fury basically so he's the leader of shield like everyone got their wish and it's like they all wake up and wolverine's the only one that remembers their real reality so that kind of stuff happens like the world the entire world is changed where it's not technically an alternate world, it's or like alternate, like it's instead of six one six universe, it's whatever number universe. It's just a Wanda did a thing, and this is now the world. So, mm. if you're asking, that could happen scale wise, uh, but I don't know. We'll see. My biggest thing is I'm trying to figure out why New Jersey, for the setting of this this show. Hmm. Uh, the X Men exist in in New York, in I think Manchester, Westchester is where the X-Men in the comics, that's where their mansion and stuff is. So I don't know where that is relative to Westfield, New Jersey, if that is even a real place, but who knows? Cause like, I mean, it's close, it's tri-state area. So like it's close to where like the epicenter of mutant is for like the X-Men, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. Theories it's coming on to a, a close. Yeah. Theories on how it's going to end. Cause we only have what? Two more episodes. Or three more episodes? That was three. episode six. So more. maybe I think three left. There's nine episodes. Uh, any theories on I'm, the ending or anything? Maybe. I'm predicting that Vision will die if he isn't already dead. Like Vision is going to end, I've, I feel like, at the end of the show. He's not going to continue on. A version of him will continue on. I think he's going to die. What I let, what want to happen is he will die, and then that will make Wanda a bad guy. Whatever happens, she snaps out of it. 
he will, the reality will come and it's going to be one of the big things that pushes Wanda to be a villain. I don't think she'll be big, the, the big bad, but I think she will become a villain against the Avengers. Hmm. There. I think me, that's the same. I, I think the same, but I don't think it will be an immediate thing. I think it will be something that progresses over the the next like three or four instances of her being in like dude, sure. movie sort of a ever. bigger wedge between the two is being driven, but it will climax. I feel like with them splitting up because just from a right. writing standpoint, I th- I'm scared they're the they're writing themselves in a hole where Wanda's too powerful. Right, she's too powerful. Just like story wise, like how is how is there ever going to be an issue with Wanda? She can yeah. just snap her fingers and problems are fixed. So they need to do something where they like take her, kill her, level her down, nerf her powers. Or it, I think would be better is she isolates herself out of shame or out of whatever becomes the bad guy or something. But she has to detach herself from the heroes because what, how do you have any threats now against her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, so I agree with you. I, I, I don't think, but I don't think by the end of the series, she will be obviously like the villain, but I think that it will be, start bringing up that like it'll like end with a question of like oh wow is wanda like what's gonna happen like what is she going to do now like and it'll, it'll be like a question of like is she going to be the next big villain and i think that like maybe in another movie later on like i don't know what movies are planned going forward necessarily but like well we know maybe- she's gonna be in spider-man or uh dr strange whatever like that stuff i think yeah so maybe she may not be like a villain villain per se but i don't know she has they gotta do something yeah, for sure. You, you guys, yeah, what'd you think? What well, do you think it's gonna this, I don't really, well, well, I have a thought right quick. Sorry. Uh, well said. Yeah, I know. Well, I had, the th- <laughs> I thought you were going to give me the option to say it and you're like, oh no, what'd you think just about say, all that? Just say your thought. <laughs> Go for it, buddy. Um, <laughs> this is very depressing, but uh, Shang-Chi was supposed to come out like a couple weeks ago. Do you guys know that? <laughs> Are they still? I thought that show was still being production. What do you mean I didn't even know that? No, uh, Shang Chi and the Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, he's one. He's a Marvel character, but he was like his movie. His movie was supposed to come out like last week or so. I'm pretty sure, but mm. freaking COVID ruined that. Well, we still haven't gotten Black Widow yet, so I wouldn't yeah. ha- hold your breath for anything that we haven't seen trailers for. Yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like uh, Heath. I'd like to hear your thoughts as well. I think that this is not going to end well. I think that's yeah. going to be the, how the show ends. Completely agree. Um, my thought as of right now, just kind of spitballing, I think it's going to end with Vision being alive, okay. but Wanda's children not. Maybe not being alive or just not being, her realizing they don't actually exist, I think. Um, and that's going to be the thing. Tara's a, a giant wedge where it's going to progress with Vision helping, assisting with tracking down Wanda but Wanda's going to be so far gone, she's even going to be an enemy division to some degree. I, I s- and mean, like, you're not the real Vision type crap. I, I sort of agree with Heath. I think Vision is also going to be alive because, one, they are, in a way, losing a bunch of people already, like, hero-wise. So they need cast members to still have their world around and to use. And um, I didn't think about the children, but that is a, that's a good... They have to get I, rid I of think, them. Like plot wise, they have to get rid of these kids. Yeah, for sure. I think ultimately <laughs> this can't was going to that's what's going to happen because for one, if you're not familiar, that's what happens in the comic books to some degree. Um, but also they keep having all these weird things where like, if you remember like episode four, they kept saying for the children in a really creepy way. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Really, they say uh, for the children. Four. Yeah, for the children. Is in the second episode. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of feel like they're building up to whatever the enemy is, feeding off of Wanda's magic, as in the feed off your magic type thing, um, and it being ultimately the goal is to claim the children. Jeez, it's kind of dark. Well, but they, I kind of feel like they're all. They're also like spending a lot of time to build Vision up like he's a new character again. Like he doesn't know who he is, so he's like learning and all this stuff. Like they're giving a lot of scream time to that too, you know? So it'd be kind of dumb to do that and then just kill him off again. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, uh, see. So I'm excited for... We'll talk about next episode. Next episode, uh, if you want to send us an email, send it to genregeekscast at gmail.com. Follow us on all the social media things. And stay tuned next week for our draft of the underrated, underappreciated candy. So, until next time. Bye.